Welcome, everyone. This is the Extraordinary Games Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Winchester. Uh, today with me, we have my old friend, Steve, who honestly, we've probably been playing video games off and on together for what, like 20 years, something along those lines at this point? Uh, Yeah, like 2000. Like 2000, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was actually just telling a story about... um. Like, when we were in school, and this is going to go right into some morbid territory, uh, but we were playing, uh, like, I remember playing Pokemon in astronomy class, and that's when, like, 9-11 happened. Like, I oh, remember, yeah. we were, like, I was playing, like, I'm pretty sure it was your copy of Pokemon Yellow, and I was playing Pikachu Surf, and I was talking to somebody at work about it today, and he just started laughing, and he just looks at me, and he's like, I know that's not funny, but it's also so funny at the same time. And I'm like, I it's know. It's a really silly thing to be doing during a serious moment in time. <laughs> like, okay. In my defense, I did stop playing Pokemon Yellow. Like, when when they rolled out the TV and we saw what was happening. But, like, yeah. up until that exact moment, I'm pretty sure I was playing Pikachu Surf. Like, I'm 90% sure. Like, I remember that day pretty vividly. But uh, yeah, that that's that's how how like far back our gaming history goes, and uh, oh yeah, the one thing I really didn't say in the last time I recorded, you know, the the first episode of the podcast was what this podcast is all about. It's not just about like the nitty gritty of games necessarily. It's more about um, just like how we feel in our like why we keep playing these games that we truly like truly love like. Uh, Logan has a huge desire. He had a huge desire for a long time to play Smash Bros. professionally. Like he would go to tournaments and and things like that. And um, the game we're talking about today, which is Capcom versus SNK Two, which honestly it's a it's a pretty niche game if you're if you're not into two D fighters at all. But we've been playing this game for for what seems like decades now. And every time uh, Steve and I decide we want to like play something together this is the thing we boot up and um that started like way back in the day when we were pretty sure it was when we were working at game crazy like after hours we would play the shit out of this game yeah we it was uh 2003 during the uh xbox release for this game uh, and we'd play online and stuff it was it was wild yeah, it was, it was like really, those are really weird times. I, I talk to people all the time about when I worked at Game Crazy, and they're like, so you played like video games on the clock, like while you were at work. I'm like, yeah, man, they told us to do it for like 15 minutes every day at a minimum. So like that that's what we did. And then even after close sometimes, I remember you and I booting up this game. I think it was, it might've been the PS2 version. And we were trying for like hours to just beat Shinakuma. And getting rocked over and over and over again because the CPU as Shinakuma is like unbeatable. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, Shin- Shinakuma is a monster. I have such an easier time with God Rugal than I do with Shinakuma. Like yeah. I think it's easier to trick God Rugal's like brain into doing dumb stuff where Shinakuma is just like oops all combos. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Alt Rugal is definitely my preference if I'm going for one of the boss characters. The only thing that ever catches me is that fucking like that crescent kick. God damn, that crescent kick hurts so bad. Like every time he oh, nails yeah. you with it, it's it's you like you feel it in your soul. You know, it's one it's yep. one of those things. Um, yeah, ge- genocide cutter. It's, it's, it hurts a lot. It does hurt a lot. Um, 
but before we start talking complete SNK Capcom nonsense, um, I'm actually going to try to stick to somewhat of the format this time. <laughs> like okay. last time, I totally didn't. Uh, so, what are you currently playing right now? Like, are you are you just playing this, or is there anything else that you're uh, you're dabbling in? Uh, I kind of just sit around and play fighting games on my couch when I have like 10, 15 minutes because it's like something bite sized. But I was playing Hades for a little while, and I just picked up <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five again. And like, I've been playing with mods so that I like start with nothing, and I'm just kind of like sweatily crawling around and punching people so that's kind of what i've been up to with my gaming honestly i like i can't fault that metal gear solid 5 is awesome i've probably clocked in like at least 100 hours playing that game on ps4 when it launched and even now like i i have it on pc and sometimes it just stares me in the face and it's like please boot me up play me and like have fun with cardboard boxes and the ridiculous amount of weapons that that game has it's so goddamn good like oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 it, i think it's gonna go down as the most underappreciated metal gear solid game to be honest because everybody remembers metal gear solid 3 but like i feel like nobody's gonna re- even think about metal gear solid 5 they should do three with five's engine oh that would be cool i really want them to just remake the entire series like start with metal gear solid one but i like i i know they redid metal gear solid one with twin snakes but that does not count like he drop kicks a goddamn missile on that game and as cool <laughs> as solid snake is that should not be something that's that's done in a tactical stealth like action game like it just it shouldn't be in there i wish they would just like start from scratch i mean konami now they're doing uh they're finally doing something with the silent hill franchise so who knows maybe they'll actually look into redoing metal gear solid for a change mm, yeah i'd like to see uh like the resident evil treatment to the old metal gear games i think that would be that would that would go over real smooth yeah i totally agree and the, and the funny part is too with the the silent hill stuff being announced none of that stuff is being developed in-house by konami they're just outsourcing all of it so if i'm sure if um I, I honestly think they own the ip i don't think kojima production stole that ip when they went i think they just like left it with konami and let it let it pretty much rot there because they did re- release metal gear solid uh, survive afterwards so maybe they'll just like eventually decide to do a reboot or something with the franchise and hand it off to a developer that could actually do do it justice i honestly think blue point would probably do the best job um but then it would just be PS5 exclusive, and I don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah, I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077 as well, like just kind of on and off, which it's just really good game if you haven't played it. Which is odd to say now, considering how absolutely horrid the launch was for that game. But I think ever since the anime came out, the Edgerunner's anime, um, everybody jumped back in because that got me oh, right yeah. back into that game. I watched that anime. And literally, like, the same day I finished the anime, I'm like, all right, I'm putting in Cyberpunk 2077 again. Looks like I'm going to try for a different build now. That's so good. I was sitting in a hammock on a C-130 watching that, like, flying across the ocean. I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, this is so good. So I got to, like, just power watch it. That, that's actually awesome. I watched it over the course of like two or three days and it was funny because I watched the first episode and I thought, well, this is good. I don't know where it's going, but I'm going to just like watch the second episode. And the next thing I knew, I was like four or five episodes in and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe they took this franchise that was pretty much like 
kind of dead on arrival once the game launched and then made something so cool out of just like the cyberpunk 2077 ip and when i finished the the anime and i started playing the game I'm like this is going to reboot this entire game because i knew the patch had come out for the game that fixed a lot of the shit that was wrong with it like literally i think that it was either the same week or like a week or two before um fixing a lot of the cyberpunk issues and then they released that and i was like this is like a one-two punch and it's gonna like give this thing a shot in the arm and that's exactly what happened like the next day i went to work and people were talking about playing cyberpunk again i was like wow this is fucking wacky yeah i didn't uh excuse me i didn't um play it on launch so um when i did play it I had, like, not as many, like, wild experiences as a lot of other people. The, like, the stuff that happened to me was, like, I'd go into, like, a market and it'd just be everybody's T-posing, and I'm like, that's hilarious. I, I can't get mad at that. I actually kind of enjoy that. And then the, um... It, it's just, like, Witcher 3. I don't know if you remember the launch of Witcher 3. It was a catastrophe. Like, it was just, just like this, and then it just they slowly just work on it. That's what they do. They make incredible game stuff starts <laughs> really good stories where you care about the people and then it's just horribly broken and then they just slowly polish it yeah they're honestly like i remember a little bit of the the witcher 3 launch when it was like you'd be watching a cutscene and you'd just like see a character just like float out of the frame of the cutscene or like like just weird <laughs> shit happen all the time wacky wacky yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah like horses like obviously like not even connected to the ground just like flying off into the distance like it's just dumb shit like that and i think you at this point you kind of have to expect that stuff in in games that that are this big uh but i think with cyberpunk in particular because of all the delays leading up to the release people weren't expecting it to be as bad as it was because they were like you delayed this game like a year and a half already like how can it be this bad like didn't you guys fix all this stuff and obviously the game world's huge there are like hundreds of quests in it tons of npcs uh not to mention like all the different physics that you have to work around in in just like basic game engine stuff like this is their custom game engine so it's not like they're just loading up unreal and unreal's doing all the work for them and you just kind of have to expect it to be this bad. The other issue too is they they decided to launch it on last gen consoles when they there's no way they didn't know that that game was going to be just completely broken on that shit. Like the yeah, the was, Xbox, was... think about the Xbox One at that point. The Xbox One had like, oh man, how much RAM did the original Xbox One have? Was it like eight gigs? Because I think it was I, supposed I to don't have even four. know. I skipped that generation. I want to say the Xbox One had like eight gigs of RAM or something like that. So it was already fairly underpowered and like a super old, like obviously super old graphics by that point. Cause you're talking 2014, I think is when those systems launched and you expect this thing to run literally state of the art software. Like mm. the, the, this thing, PCs were, that was the benchmark for fucking PCs for the longest time was like, I remember looking at gamers Nexus shit and there's like, Oh, we're just going to run cyberpunk 27, uh, 2077 at 4k and see how many frames we get. And half the time it wouldn't even hit fucking 60 frames on like a 3080. So like you have to realize that the shit's not going to run on, on old hardware and they still decided to release it on that shit. That was their biggest oh, mistake. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of technology that kind of like smoke and mirrors, like they'll go and use AI to like interpolate, um, like worse frames in the middle like they did with vr 
and yeah. it usually works out pretty well. Like that's that's where you get all these like really high performing like 4K things because there, there's no way the computer like the the cards are running like actually rendering each and every frame. Like they they do a lot of uh, AI um, just guessing, I guess, and that that smooths it over because we we can't see that much. Yeah, like if you look at stuff like DLSS in particular too, DLSS oh, is yeah. it's just it's I I get why DLSS is in every game, uh, but the games that it does work well in, like it's really really hard to tell the difference if you're looking at a DLSS um, like frame versus just a regular 4K frame. Like if you're if you're just like pausing it and you have your like face up against like a 32 inch monitor that's at 4K, yeah, you might tell the difference like you might be able to see a little bit more artifacting and things but otherwise you're not going to be able to really tell and i'm glad that that shit's becoming more like just more relevant and people are using it more and now even uh amd is putting that it's not the same it's not dlss but it's it's a similar technology into their video cards so pretty soon we're just not even gonna be like we're not even gonna worry about if something's running at full 4k or if it's upscaled like it's just going to be whatever gets your performance there just use it because this technology this ai stuff is just getting so good especially over the course of the past few years like if you look at dlss 1.0 it was pretty rough like if you look oh, at like yeah. trees in the distance and stuff you could see every little like you could see where it was being upscaled now it's it's getting much much harder every iteration of it is just getting better and better yeah, even in uh, Cyberpunk, I like a couple months ago, I, I ran it with the DLSS and all that. I got like a 3060 and like a Risen 5600 or something, like a 12 core. Nothing crazy. And it looked like absolute trash. And then like a week or two ago, I did it, same settings. And I was like, oh, this actually looks good. So they, they've definitely like you can see it in like the course of like not even a year. The, the uh, advancement that they've made. Yeah. And it's only going to get better. So, so I love when people are like, but I need my 4090 so I can run it in 4K with like 400 frames per second. It's like, no, you don't. You don't. You don't <laughs> need the 4090. You just want to flex. You just want to be able to say you have a 4090. Oh, big, big flex energy right there. Yeah, exactly. It's like you could reasonably get away with like a 4070 or a 3070 at this point, and and still get like excellent, excellent frames out of it. You just got to use DLSS or, you know, dial some things back. Like you really don't need ray tracing in a lot of the stuff. I, mm. I honestly find ray tracing to be a little bit more distracting than anything else, depending on the game I'm playing. So half the time, I just I just have it have it off to begin with. It's just there to, like it's it's flashy and cool, but. Most of the time, I I don't really need it, and sometimes yeah. even honestly, <laughs> the, the um the screen split uh, SSR actually looks a little bit better than the ray tracing, depending on the game. Like I've played uh yeah. the the new Resident Evil Two patch that put ray tracing in it. it, it it looks better without the ray tracing, even though there's some shit that looks a little weird with ray like the SSR, like the the ground textures and stuff in the the police station. Like the SSR is fucking horrible when it comes to that. Like it looks, everything looks like it's got Vaseline on it, and then somebody like threw water on top of the Vaseline. But yeah, <laughs> but when it comes to like the the water stuff, it looks a lot better in the SSR than it does with the ray tracing. So it's like a give or take there. Yeah, wet ground always looks weird with ray tracing, depending on how like how they did it. it always looks like there's just like just puddles everywhere. It's just super reflective <laughs> at all times. 
Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, why is everything fucking super shiny like a mirror? No, it's it doesn't. It's not necessarily so. All right, okay. So, uh, what are we talking about today? Oh yeah, that's right. Capcom versus SNK two. Yeah, this game is. It's it's still so good. Like it still plays so well, even though it's fucking old as dirt by by most oh, standards. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very good in the hands. Yeah, this game I, is like this is the Rolls Royce of fighting games. Is like the the yardstick that I measure other fighting games against, and it's like really unfair for other fighting games. So I've like calmed down recently, but like this just always has a place in my heart. It just it just plays so well. It, it just feels like when you play a two D fighting game, this game just feels the way you imagine all other 2D fighting games too. Like it just works so well, especially considering it's kind of combining a lot of systems because it's a complete and total mashup of like King of Fighters and all the, like the Capcom Street Fighter games. It's, it literally just blends everything together and you wouldn't think it would work as well as it does because if you look at like old school King of Fighters games and old school Street Fighter games, yeah, they're they're two D fighters, but holy shit, do they play differently? Like the systems are, like they're completely different. It's literally like tomatoes versus potatoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'd say the the old game that plays as well as this does is probably like King of Fighters '98. Like that game is very smooth, especially when you consider it came out in like 1998. It it yeah. like it's incredibly smooth, well well ahead of its time. A lot of the stuff that I love about CVS two is stuff that like they pulled from KOF ninety eight specifically. But yeah, it's it's just so good. Yeah, it's got yeah. a little bit of everything. It's like a buffet of all your favorite food, and you're just like <laughs> yum 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 yum. Yeah, and even the fact that they have like like Shinakuma and Alt Rugal in it is is pretty cool to me. Like they could have, they honestly could have just left the roster, just like with the base characters, and it would have been fine. But the fact that they're like, we have these two really badass characters in this game that you're probably gonna want to play as, but you're gonna have to fucking earn them is like is really awesome. And boy, yeah. do you fucking earn those characters. Oh my god, the shit you yeah, have you to go through do. to get those guys. Uh, yeah, so I guess we should probably talk about like uh, so. There's, there's a few different versions of this game. There's uh, initially it released in the arcades on uh, Naomi, Sega Naomi system, which is basically like a beefed up Dreamcast. And then after that, it released in Japan, um, like in September of 2001, on Dreamcast and PS2. And and fun fact, this is one of the first games to have uh, crossplay. Because if you were in Japan and you had a Dreamcast or a PlayStation 2, you could play online against uh, anybody who had any of those, which is like just blows my mind. I don't even know how that would fucking work. Like I'm thinking about that now, and it's like it's, Sega had what? Like Sega, Sega used what? Sega Net, and then PlayStation was just. Oh my god! For anybody who remembers fucking PlayStation Online, that was a that was a trip. That was a had, a weird ass rabbit stuff. hole. J- Japan yeah. has always had like really cool like dabblings with like networking and games like way early on. Like I think they tried to do something like that with like the the Famicom and stuff, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I think Famicom I remember had reading stuff. About it. And uh, what else did the 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 Master System? Because they had that like weird. 
kind of like a thing where you could just like not download games you'd kind of stream them it was like a weird ass service oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i remember that oh, that's funny there's like yeah, a, but... a version of zelda that was like that too like you, you can only play it like a certain time yeah, and they've they've actually resurrected that shit. Like, there's there's a way you can actually play it now, but like, I don't know what insane fucking hoops they had to go through to do that. But you're right, Japan has always been way ahead of it when it comes to to like online and connecting people. Um, whereas I, I feel like when I remember when PlayStation first went online, I was like, this is the jankiest shit ever. Like, it literally <laughs> felt like you were taking like a fucking cup with a string. And like that's how you were playing this game. You're just like, oh, it was peer to peer. Oh, it was so fucking bad. But actually, uh, yeah. you saying that the reason I got this game initially, like the the actual reason I got it, and I remember I had to go to fucking EB Games, and it had one copy left that was quote unquote new, even though it was fucking opened, and I bought it just because it was the only online fighting game at the time that I could get a hold of for the for the Xbox. Like that's oh, the yeah, the main yeah. reason I bought it. Yeah, it was so hard. Like I, because I like grew up playing um, like Street Fighter Two on Super Nintendo. Like so many other people uh, did, which I think is like hyper fighting, right? That's the version of Street Fighter. Um, and you'd like play and you play with your friends and all that, but like you couldn't get like quality matches. Like you just you know you, you're either like at the same level as them, and then that's great. But then you just you out sweat the other person and then they get mad. They don't want to play anymore. They do other stuff. And, and like playing online was like, Whoa, it's so good. It's like, you get to go to the arcade and play with people that are like serious. And then you get to like, have some fun, like really get the thrill of the game. And that was like, so like mind blowing to me at the time was playing online. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where when you're in your arcade, like you have, you, you're essentially doing a tournament. Like, yeah, the person you're playing against can, can keep throwing in quarters, but odds are after one or two wins, they're going to, they're going to come like, they're going to walk away and you're going to get a new like fighter. But unless you have a group of like eight people that want to fucking play street fighter, you're not going to have that experience. Like, Oh yeah. You're either going to be way better than the other person and like beat their face into the point where they don't want to play or the opposite's going to happen or you're going to get your ass kicked so many times that you're just going to want to quit playing the game. So I think like the online portion of these games is really, really important. Um, and I'm glad they actually even thought to do it with this game because they honestly could have just been like, oh, here's another 2D fighting game at home. Have fun, guys. And then just not oh, done yeah. any of the online stuff. I don't think PS2 had online. So, so let, me, let me backtrack. So PS2 in Japan had online. And then in um, it released on PlayStation 2 in America, and then those all these versions that I've mentioned. So the the, the Naomi one is like that's the original one. Uh, the Dreamcast one is like 98% arcade accurate. Uh, the PlayStation 2 one is like 99% arcade accurate, but it runs at a faster clock speed. It's like ever so slightly faster. And then Ooh. the um, so the American one came out before the GameCube one and the Xbox one. Now, the GameCube and the Xbox released um, with some some patches and a few, like, balance changes, but it came out as, like, Capcom vs. SNK2 EO. So Oh, easy operation. Yep, yeah. Which is, like, a clever idea. Like, it could, it definitely has a, a place. I just think that it's you sacrificed a lot to get that, that easy operation. Like, so what that was is instead of doing your normal, like, command inputs, like your quarter circle forward, 
punch or you know you're you're sure you can motion or anything like that you could use the right thumbstick on whichever controller it was and you press it in a direction and like how fast you snap it kind of like how like smash has like the tilt attacks or the smash attacks in ultimate uh and it would do a move and then if you wanted to punch or kick you would have to hit either the left or right trigger and the harder that you hit it would determine the like light medium heavy of it and i think it would have worked if they did the face buttons for your light, medium, heavy punches, and then you did your command inputs, like your specials and supers with the right thumbstick. But with the the triggers, like in the having to hit it at different pressures, it was too finicky. Yeah, it was real. I remember trying it and being like, "This is really weird," but also like really fucking easy. Like I I can imagine it being great for somebody if you're trying to ease somebody into the game and you're like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna play this way but like if you want to try this mode this easy operation mode to to be able to get off supers a little bit easier then like go for it that would make sense to me because even nowadays I'll, I'll talk to people that play other games and they're like i can't i can't do a quarter circle like in attack like it just doesn't work like i my thumbs don't do that so i can imagine for those types of people it would be way easier to get into something like this because they don't have to worry about like, oh man, am I doing a, you know, am I doing like a Shoryuken style attack or is it like, oh, I don't get it, you know? They could just fucking flick the stick and, and be done with it and they're going to get an attack that's actually going to do some damage if it lands. Yeah, and I, I honestly, like, uh, as a, a, a player of these games, like, I don't, like, yeah, I, I do want to, like, test my skill against other people, but at the same time, I just want to have, like, quality matches. It's, like, all I want to do is fight somebody, like, somewhere, like, around or above my skill level so that I can, like, feel the thrill of, like, the the dance of, like, playing. You're, like, having a conversation with the other person as you're playing, really, and, and the EO kind of, it's, it's like a translator, right? Like, they, they can't speak the language of the fighting game, but the EO kind of can, like, Google translate it for them. And then you can have conversations with different people, if you know, using the conversation analogy. So I thought it was a great idea. They probably could have implemented it better. Um, but they, they've kind of implemented some stuff like that in some more modern fighting games where you can press a button and it'll shortcut to, like, a special move, but it's on, like, a cooldown timer. And if you do the normal command input, it is like you can just do it without a cooldown timer. I think that's like a kind of an elegant way of doing it. Yeah. I also think like if you the smart way to do it, I think, would be um, like, let's say you use one move more than you use another. Maybe just have that map to a, a specific button. So that way, like you're pressing that button, you're getting you're getting a Hadouken, you know, you're like, that's the move that you're, you're getting your fireball out without having to do that quarter circle motion. And yeah. it kind of, it kind of would work nicely. I feel like it would work better that way because there are certain moves that are way less consistent to pull off. Like I can pull off a sure you can probably four out of five times, but that fifth time I'm going to fucking whiff it and I'm going to eat something. But like, if you can just like hit that button on wake up and get a sure you can, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be pretty sweet. Now that being said, it can kind of, kind of break the game too. But I mean, if you're using it as a player that doesn't know, the, like all the moves and all the mechanics of the game then i think that would be a definite like uh like evening out of the playing field if you could do that consistently yeah the uh so the other parts about the the eo release right it released on the gamecube which is like just just i don't know how anybody can play that game on that <laughs> controller um and then so yeah the reviews for that game were like trash on the gamecube 
yeah because that that analog stick didn't even it wasn't even like um like it wasn't rounded it had the literally like it's hard to explain it's like a stop sign almost so i can't even imagine yeah so it's like i can't even imagine trying to pull off moves using that and the d-pad's good enough but the just the button scheme on a gamecube controller if you look at a gamecube controller right now like in retrospect it kind of looks like an alien made it like it doesn't look like you should be able to fucking use that thing so i can understand why the reviews for that game would be bad that was a octagonal gate. My bad for all you, uh, ge- uh, <laughs> all you geometry nerds. Yeah, it's, it's 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 an octagon. My bad. So yeah, so they did uh, a few things too with the EO, right? And this is probably why you don't know about certain uh, glitches, right? They patched a lot of glitches out in um, the EO versions, right? So roll canceling, which is something that I showed you <laughs> a little earlier. Yeah, is, yeah, that was, not, that was that was not super a thing. fun. <laughs> oh yeah, it, if you don't know how to deal with it, it is it is uh, incredibly oppressive. But if you if you do know how to deal with it, then it's, it's not the worst. It's just like part of the game. But mm-hmm. the the execution on it is like just disgusting. It's it's very very hard. So like if if I'm playing against somebody that like could consistently roll cancel against me, I'm like all right all right I respect the sweat you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, it definitely is not but, fun to play against because it's just like oh my god, it's essentially like being kind of invulnerable for a short period of time. It's not fun. Yep, it is. I'll explain that. I, I got a, on the notes on all the glitches and stuff, like when we talk about, um, you know, what, what's going on with the game, like how how it plays and all that. Yeah. The uh, yeah. The so the heart, the the beating heart of this game is the groove system. This is what makes this game different from other games. And Street Fighter Alpha Three kind of has a little bit of this, right, with their isms, which is pretty cool. But the um, you know, Capcom vs. SNK2 just, like, took it to the, the next level. So instead of having three isms, right, you have six grooves. It's uh, C-A-P, Capcom, S-N-K for S-N-K. So there's six grooves that you can pick from, and, and those grooves will kind of give you your abilities, like whether or not you can block in the air or if you've got a dodge roll, like in King of Fighters, or if you have, like, a step back, like in King of Fighters, or if you've got a parry, or if you have just defend, like Garu, Mark of the Wolves, or uh custom combos like uh street fighter alpha like it just all all that stuff is just picked before you even pick your characters which is um there's 44 characters in the arcade version there's 48 characters in the uh console version if you unlock them all so you know you get seven times 48 different characters basically because the grooves will make the characters play very differently so that's that's like just incredible for the time the amount of characters and like variety and replay value that this has and we're not even talking about the fact that like the the groove system itself kind of dictates how you're going to gain your super momentum so like the the grooves not only give you like your air block and your parry and your your tech roll but they also like certain characters will get their special meter by blocking more or taking more damage. Like if you're using a specific groove, you're going to get your, your specials mostly from that. Whereas another groove, you would have to actually like kind of think of like um, Dragon Ball fighters where you'd have to actually charge up to get your special ability, which is cool because it means you're not going to have to worry about like attacking to get your special meter up but you're definitely going to have to at some point in time hang back and hold two buttons down and stand there pretty much with your pants down so you can actually <laughs> like get power and each groove has a different way to accrue your super meter um accrue your super meter so like you literally have to like 
that's just like one piece of the puzzle because I'm sure Steve's going to get into it next, but like this isn't just like a one V one fighting game. It's a team fighting game. And that plays a lot into what grooves you pick and like how you're going to use each character that you have. Yeah. So the, so this is like traditionally a, a team fighter, right? Like you don't have to pick uh three characters. So we're, we're just like arcade, right? I'm just going to talk about the arcade version. We can, I can kind of clean up with a little housekeeping on the, um, the console versions. Cause the console versions give you a few more options, but arcade mode pop a quarter in and it just boom smacks you in the groove select screen. So the first thing you do is you just, you just pick from, you know, any of the grooves. And then the next thing you do is it you're on the character select screen. So you can pick up to three characters. Um, with those three characters, there's a, a ratio system, right? Um, you have four points, right? Four ratios you can assign between up to three characters. And there's like pros and cons to that. So if you, um, so j typically what, what's co considered optimal is you pick three characters. Two of them have one ratio. The other one has two. And usually the two one ratio characters are in the front and the, the two ratio character is the last. That's your comeback mechanic. But one ratio characters, they, they have 80% uh, health. So this game is balanced around two ratio characters. So one ratio characters have 80% health, they do 82% damage. Two ratio characters have 100% health and damage. Three ratio characters have 117% uh, health and damage. And ratio four have 140% uh, uh, do, 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 health, 130% damage. So if you're, if you're like good at math, the, the math doesn't add up to do a ratio <laughs> four. Like it, it's fun. Like don't get me wrong. Like oh big zombie, it can be a lot of fun, <laughs> especially if like you're just like way better than the other person. Like you can just really just clap fools. But um yeah, so typically it, it's a team fighter. It'll be uh, three versus three, and then there's uh there's no like real rounds. It's it's like King of Fighters, right? When you when you kill the other team, that's it. You win. And then there's a 99 second counter on the on the time, right? That's like by default. So that's uh, that's it. And then you can switch the the order of your characters in the uh, after the ratio select. So after you select your characters, you assign them ratios, like your points. And then there's just a screen showing like who's who, you know, these characters versus these characters. And in that screen, you can hit like. Um, the two light buttons, the two medium buttons, or the two heavy buttons to like switch your order because like they, they represent those two things. So you can swap your order around, and and then that's it. You just play the game. Yeah, that that I find really cool because it's kind of like playing. Um, it's it's as if you were playing a sports game. So let's say you're playing Madden, and you're picking your plays. That's essentially what you're doing. So once you get to that versus screen where it, it's showing the matchup itself right after you select your characters, uh, let's say for whatever reason like the matchup that you think is going to happen um, doesn't seem optimal to you. So you're like, oh shit, like they've picked Sagat and I have Sakura and I'm not going to be able to like, I can't take out a Sagat with, with her. So you can just flip it around. But with that being said, you're the other person can also change the order of their characters. So it's kind of a guessing game and just like, what do you prefer going in with when you, when you're going into battle? Like, do you want, do you want your strongest like level one fighter first, or do you want to just like tip you like dip your toe in and put like the crappiest character that you picked up in front to kind of like test the water for the fight? 
Um, you just get it, bodied. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's it's so crazy to think that there's so much strategy involved with this game because like from the very first screen where you're selecting your your ratio, you you have to plan ahead. Like, okay, I'm selecting like let's say I'm selecting a ratio. A ratio essentially has custom combos. Like you, you, that's one of the active abilities for it. So you could once you select that, you got to be like, well, who do I know can like combo well enough that I can utilize this specific function of this ratio to like beat my opponent? Yeah, yeah. The the grooves, <laughs> the grooves definitely like some characters play way better in 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 some grooves than others. Yeah. And then the the tier lists are like dependent on like this character is really good, but like it absolutely best in this groove. Yeah. And and like um is it K K groove's the one that you take damage and you you build meter, right? So yep. you have certain characters that that might actually be beneficial to. Like if you know you're you're going to be blocking a lot and on the defense and trying to to like you know you're going to be taking damage based on the character that you have, you might want to go with K groove because you're going to build that meter really quickly. And then be able to retaliate better. Um, it's like a like for example in the Xbox version, I remember um, Shinakuma has a fucking glass jaw. Like you look at Shinakuma funny, and he's he's essentially gonna lose part of his health. But yeah. with that being said, if you if you have him with K groove, and he, he's taking damage like super fast, guess what? He's gonna be able to pump out super super fast. Um, and that's that's a a valid strategy for the game. You pick him, he takes a couple of hits, then all of a sudden, bam, next thing you know, he's got fucking raging demon coming towards you and you're getting your ass whooped. Space. Yeah, or the fucking the like <laughs> flying karate chop that comes from the sky and just <laughs> decimates you. Like these are things and we've played this game for so long. Like we've clocked in so many fucking hours into this game and I still feel like if I'm playing it now, I'm still learning new shit. Like I'm not oh, like, yeah, yeah. I've never, I have nowhere near this the skill ceiling. But the craziest part is, and I've told people this, like when we played, uh, when I played 2D fighters with other people, like I'll I'll play any Street Fighter game now, and I can use any character in that game in Wreck House. Like even if I haven't even touched the game before, like this game has essentially trained me to the point where I can pick up almost any 2D fighter and hold my own because uh, oh, the yeah. amount of variety in this game, like you can't just play this game and not learn new things that would apply to other games. There's so much in here that it, this game trains you in that you can just apply it to pretty much almost any other 2D fighter uh, like in the world, probably with the exception of like fucking Mortal Kombat, but I I don't even count yeah, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, high level Mortal Kombat is like hilarious to watch because it's like they kind of sprint up to each other and kind of like jab at the air. It's like stop. It's like it's like it's like The Simpsons with Bart and Lisa like swinging their arms <laughs> and kicking in the air, and then just like one person hits the other and they're dead. Like that that's what high level Mortal Kombat looks like to me. <laughs> at least like old old Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, well, even now, like, no, the combo systems in the new Mortal Kombat's are, are they're just dial a combo, so. Yeah, it's all target combos, right? Yeah, yeah, like the new so Mortal like, Kombat So, like, make the connections, slap all the buttons real fast, and that's it. Yeah, and there's so much stuff in that game. So, th this game obviously came out so long ago that the there isn't anything like damage scaling or, like, you don't really have to worry about the mechanics that are built into games now. Like, now I feel like you, let's say for some reason somebody figures out an infinite combo in Mortal Kombat 11 or whatever, 
um, the damage scaling is going to kick in at some point, and they're just going to be doing like one. They're going to be losing like one point for every time you hit them versus like ten, because the game's going to realize like, yo, you've pretty much broken shit, and this is how we're going to to fix it. But like, if you you could, there are essentially infinite combos in this game that you could fucking do with a groove so like well you only got like uh seven seconds or whatever to like do your combo yeah like eh, some people people be doing work (laughs) there's an infinite combo kim has an infinite combo in c groove oh i'm not surprised if anybody would like fucking kim captain kim kick over there probably would be the person to do it yeah i think you need like a level two like his his high kick or whatever knocks him in the air and then you do the stomp and then you yeah. cancel the stomp, and then you do it again and again and again and again, and it kills him. But it's like it's it's really hard to pull off. This is not like it's not easy. Yeah, well, the, like like everything in this game, like and yep. nothing in this game is easy. It's it's really it. If somebody picked up this game tomorrow that had never fucking played it, and they went up against somebody that that's played it for for years, like it would it would be like oh my god, be slaughter. Like, yeah, like me being a small child. Like there, there's no way that they would be able to hold their own unless they're fucking some sort of like superhuman. Because there's so much shit that you have to account for in this game. Like it, I remember the first time we started dabbling with the the groove system, and like you you started using Shinakuma with K groove, and I was like, fuck, I hit you two times, and you already have your fucking raging demon. What the hell is this shit? Yeah. And, and like it, having somebody else that like having to explain grooves to somebody or having to like uh, talk to them about like how the ratio system works is it, it's just a lot to have to deal with. Uh, but with that being said, that doesn't make this game inaccessible. It just has a very like there's it's been around so long that there's so much people have learned about it that the longer you play this game, the the more like the better you're going to get at it. Like this isn't like um. Like, for example, like, I play Mortal Kombat 11 every now and again. That game's skill ceiling is actually, it's it's pretty low because of the way the combo system works. So, like, you could go through the training mode in that game, learn a bunch of combos, and easily hold your own online. I feel like this game, is that, like, if people are still playing it online, they would probably wreck 90% of the people out there that, oh, yeah, that think they know some, anything about fighting games. <laughs> there, there's some, like... We'll talk about that later, but the uh, <laughs> this game beats you in the head with the fundamentals. Like, if you do not have fundamentals, you are going to die, or you are going to learn the fundamentals. Like, <laughs> you need to have like just this game. Just so people are like, oh, third strike, third strike. It's so hard. Like, dude, third strike's like decent, but this this game, like the inputs, like you got to be crisp with your inputs. Like third strike, you you just buffer so much easier. Like I have no. No issues doing like any of like the really like quote unquote hard combos in like third strike compared to these. Oh so, no, no. Just, uh, there's so many. This this game is just so precise. It's all links and it's just so precise. Not saying that like it's Street Fighter's all links too, but you know some people have target combos like Dudley and Yun and all them. But mostly it's it's all links. Like uh, Morrigan has uh, target combos, right? That's why like when uh, I was starting to mix you up with her, it was just like boom, 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 just tons of fucking hits and you're just like oh man i just need to wait my yeah. turn and it's coming from it's, it's like so fast and so fucking like you can't you don't have time to think about how you're gonna get out of it once you're in it oh yeah Mor- morgan's a nightmare yeah you have to know what's coming and really plan for it whereas i like for example 
Logan, right? So Logan beat my ass up, down, sideways in Smash Brothers. And my retaliation to him was I picked up the uh, the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection. And I literally told him, like, this is a conversation. I was like, you can pick any game in this collection. <laughs> literally good. any one. Yeah, and I was like, and I will wreck you. And he's like, no way. He's like, there's no way. He's like, there's like 14 games or whatever in this thing. And I'm like, pick one. And he picked, he, honestly, he picked Street Fighter uh, Street Fighter Third Strike. And I told him straight up, I was like, I have never played this game before. Like, I, I have played a lot of Street Fighter games, but I never touched uh, the Third Strike series. And I barely touched the Alpha series. Like, yeah, I, Alpha's good. Yeah. I, I've been playing Alpha recently, and Alpha's good. But, dude, you have no idea. I... Oh, I wrecked him oh, I so it. hard. And he's like, dude, there's no way you haven't played this game before. I'm like, nope. I've never played this game before, but like, I can play 2D fighters. He's like, you name the 2D fighter. Even if I haven't played it, I guarantee I'll hold my own in it. Oh, I, I don't know, know, man. Guilty Gear, Melty Blood, those things are like, they're a whole, uh, other, whole other animal. Yeah. Dude. Like, so yeah. what's to say, like, you're, you're, you're like street fighters, your king of fighters, those those kinds. Like, well, let's let's limit it to that because, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, boy, oh boy, well, people I, be getting I, down in Guilty Gear, and I'm like, bro, I don't even know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good with like Blast Blue. A li- I'm decent in Guilty Gear, but not like remotely as good as as a lot of people. Um, but even still, even the even those games though, the fundamentals in that this game has taught me. They do translate pretty pretty much everywhere. Two D fighter, like as long as it's a two D fighter, it'll translate. Like I said, with the exception of like Mortal Kombat, because Mortal Kombat's its own thing. Or like like, uh, like Mortal Kombat Injustice, like that shit's just like Marvel vs. Oh. Capcom and like the those those ones like your yeah fighter, the X Flash vs. Street Fighter. Those guys, all those uh, those those games are a whole nother. Uh, I love watching them, but like I get bodied online. Like it's just not even like I, I can't even learn. That's how that's how above me that people are online. Yeah, it 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 those like flashy games. And um, oh, I will I will um, uh, like amend my statement a little bit. Uh, Killer Instinct is also a game where the systems really do not correlate well. Um, like I, especially the new Killer Instinct. Oh my god, like. The the way frames and stuff work in that game, oh, it's brutal. It is really really brutal. And I, even I going it through, up and I'm like, oh. this seems fun, but I need I need somebody to like dojo with, really. Yeah, my um, one of my friends I used to play D and D with was heavy into guilt. I mean, not guilty gear. Um, heavy into Killer Instinct. Like, was playing that shit online all day, every day, just. It was insane, and I tried to to play against him like two or three times, and I was like, I can't do this. Like this is, uh, it's it's a beating. Like I was getting beaten so bad. Yeah. It was like Mike. It was like Mike Tyson versus like a four year old. Like I couldn't <laughs> even touch him half the time. It was horrible. So I actually like I still like playing the game. I just I don't play it online. Like I'll run the arcade ladder if I have a friend come over. Like sure I'll play it a little bit, but. I am not playing that game competitively. Yeah, but that's like one of the like one of the games that doesn't translate to like it, it's its own thing for sure. Yeah, it's like saying like the the language analogy I used earlier. Like you just don't want to you don't want to put in the effort to like speak the language to to be able to yeah. have these conversations. The and that the game's very combo heavy too, though, because of oh, the yeah. way the linkers and everything work. It's it's a whole new fighting system compared to 
compared to something like this where where this this game's like combos essentially are just you linking like like your low medium punches and that you're normally going to do like a jump in or a crossover hit a couple times with like a light medium combo and then like finish it with some sort of special move yeah um that game's like that into a super yeah something like that whereas killer instincts like no you're you're going the long haul unless somebody breaks your combo and yeah it's just like a whole different system yeah and like a counter but breakers th- and stuff there's a lot of good stuff that's a that's a pretty decent game i just don't have the time yeah i don't have the time for it either it's great though it's super good it's just i can't i can't do it <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't have the the willpower apparently so let me uh let me get let's get us back on track so let me let me explain the, the grooves here right um as far as the groove tier list, so arcade wise, like it's it's K K groove is the best. I think it's equal with A. Um, K and A are like the best. Then C, then N, then P, then S. S groove, like just it's trash. I like it. It, it is the groove I play. Uh, not when I'm trying to get super sweat, but that that's the groove that I play normally. I, I go to C for like when I'm trying to do a little sweat. But um, so in the EO game. Uh, K is like just because A and C have roll cancel, they, they can be competitive. But in the EO version, K is like just undisputed king. And then it's A, it's the same same groove, uh, ba- same system basically. It's, it's, it's K A, but it's like K and A are like equal in the arcade. And then um, hmm. the C can kind of like get up there. Like I, I, there there are some lab monsters that are making C come come up, and uh, if you go to like if you watch Evo, uh, like Doctor B, he I think he got in the finals this year, and he plays uh, he plays S groove, so like you you can uh, work it if you're good, but um, yeah, A groove is currently like the one that um, ba- Boss plays. It's like D forty four B A S. This dude is like just a, a f- he's a monster. He just he's very <laughs> he's incredible execution and just overall like just good mind games like it's it's a pleasure to watch like really high level uh cvs2 play so we'll i'll just start in like no particular order so c groove is basically like your street fighter alpha 3 um aism right so you can you can roll it's like uh you can roll forward uh so it's like your king of fighters roll you can't roll backwards only forward and you got like 20 something frames of invulnerability on average some some characters have better rolls than others you can air block um, you have three levels of super, one, two, and three, and that depending on what button you execute the super with, um, it'll come out either level one, level two, or level three. And uh, the level ones have like not a lot of invulnerability frames. Level twos have more, and you can cancel out of them. Uh, level threes have a lot of invulnerability frames; they do the most damage. Uh, you can alpha counter, so that's like if you take a, a block, if you take a hit and you're blocking. While you're still in block stun, you can just smash forward in the two medium, like medium punch, medium kick, and you'll do like a counter attack. Some some characters it's a lot better than others. Some you know some characters use like Blanca. You do not want to alpha counter with Blanca. Uh, with Blanca. He's just trash with that. So, you know, it's the only <laughs> bad thing about Blanca is his alpha counter is bad. <laughs> so, um, and that burns a super level, right? So C groove's pretty good. Like you got three levels of super, and then you have um, so you can alpha counter more. So you have a thing that's called uh, like tactical recovery, I think. So you basically 
after you hit the ground, you can press like two punch buttons or all three, whatever, and you'll you'll get up like uh, I think it's like five or ten frames slower. So that kind of can uh, mess up people's like uh, wake up game, like if they're trying to hit you with like meaties, like trying to hit you on the way up. Um, the slow get up can mess up that that timing, and then you get a standard like Street Fighter dash. You can go back and forward. The you have a forty eight unit guard bar basically that's like the standard in the game like uh some of the some of the grooves have less guard bar so you can get your guard broken in this game and then um you have 168 units for your meter so it's like 55 per uh super which doesn't really mean a lot to you um but it's you get you get super pretty quick you can get level one pretty fast and uh the the cool things about this one is like you can roll cancel and you can air block those are two super cool things so uh roll canceling is a glitch in this game it's kind of like kara throwing in your street fighter 3 so if you like uh guilty gear has some kara throwing in like uh potemkin right so you could hit a button and then cancel that button into a special right but that move so for the kara throw at least um, that move will move you forward a little bit, and then you can throw from a further distance. So what this does is you roll, and then within three frames, the game runs in 60 frames a second. If you can get your move out, um, you will have the invulnerability frames of the roll while doing the special. So within three frames, you got to hit, roll, execute the move. It's, it's super sweat. But it, it <laughs> is some uh, some pretty tight timing you got. <laughs> yeah, but w- once you kind of get the muscle memory down, like some some stuff's a lot easier than others. But um, the the roll canceling makes a lot of other uh, makes any roll groove like way more competitive if you can do it. But sometimes you take stupid risks because you're like, oh, let me just roll cancel and like eh. so uh, boss. He's like very very good execution monster. He he said like he can only get it about 60% of the time. So that kind of gives you an idea of like, you know, how often it works. But if you do it a couple of times and stuff people, they kind of will just assume you're going to do it all the time and they'll just kind of let you, they try to, they try to work around it. Yeah. So (laughs) they just like, Ooh, that didn't work. I'm not going to try that again. So you can kind of program people to like do stuff that maybe they should be doing because you're not as good as they might think you are. So it definitely gets in the mind games. Uh, so that's C yeah. groove. Uh, oh, you can cancel out of your level twos. Your level two supers can cancel out of stuff. So you can do some really cool slick combos doing like a level two canceling into a special, like, and then canceling like the special into like another level one. So there's like really slick stuff online. If you see, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. Uh, honestly, like if I'm, if I'm going to start playing this game, let's say I'm a new, new player. Uh, C groove would probably be, be the groove that I go with it's just the because easiest it's, to it's pick up. yeah it's the easiest pickup it has a really good set of, of functions to it um, specifically the role like the role is like oh man the imagine playing like um, a 2d fighting game but you you have like the role from Dark Souls <laughs> imagine like, King of Fighters the, if you will yeah, it's just literally just like you can roll through a lot of shit. Given if somebody's anticipating your roll or you're doing it a lot, they can just like toss your ass right out of it. Yes, you're but strike inv- invulnerable, but you're not throw invulnerable. 
Yeah, but you can you're you're talking about like Hadoukens, you can roll through fireballs, you can roll through uh like especially if somebody let's say is notorious for jump kicking, if they're coming in with like a like a like from the air with a kick and you roll past them, you can if you time it perfectly, you can come up behind them and hit like a low kick or a sweep before they even know what the hell's going on. Uh it's so useful to have and that's just like one of the things that C group group gives you. Um that's not including like your your like air blocks or the fact that your your super gauge is kind of the easiest super gauge to to utilize out of the ones in this game in particular. Um it just builds very quickly for the most part and the fact that you have like the three different levels of super so you can kind of you'll get your level one so fast that if you really get into the shit early on you can you can pop that level one super to like either get you out of a corner or get you out of a sticky situation or counter something that's that's coming at you that is like that you can blatantly see um so if you're good with execution like that that uh, flexibility that those meters gives you is, is really, really good in C-Groove. Like, C-Groove normally is the one I'll, I'll go to uh, when I play the game just because I'm so used to it. It's just I've played it since the beginning, um, and occasionally I'll do, like, I'll do, like, a K-Groove or an A-Groove if I really want to be wacky, but the A-Groove's more just for playing around with the, the custom combo oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you can do some funny customs. Yeah, so C-Groove mm-hmm. is... Um... Yeah, it, it's the easiest to learn if you're coming from like a Street Fighter, um, for sure. Especially like if you're familiar with the Alpha series, it should feel very, very uh, familiar. Uh, a Groove is like Street Fighter Alpha 2, like Vism. So that's like the custom combo. It's a little different. It's not quite the same. Like uh, the custom combo in Alpha 2, I think like you, your like shadow also hits like after you hit. So there's like a lot of extra hits that you can get from that. But um, so. A groove has the roll, an alpha counter, a dash. It has a, a safe fall in quotations. Basically, like as soon as you hit the ground, you like get up. Um, you're you're incredibly vulnerable when that happens, though. So you want to be super careful because if you start doing it too much, you just, uh, Bison's uh, slide kick is made to punish that. Just like <laughs> that. If uh, if I start playing against somebody and I'm Bison and they start doing that too much, you just Slide, just slide kick. Every time you knock somebody down, slide kick. You're gonna just like tear them apart. So the uh, so you, it's 72 uh, units per level of super with that, right? So it's a little more than the 55 per for a groove. You can only get two supers with a groove, and they can only be level one supers. You can um, when you're your meter's all the way full. You can press heavy punch, heavy kick, and you'll you'll activate the custom combo, and it like kind of burns, it ticks down your your meter, and you have like a 7.2 seconds approximately to do your your combo. If at any time while you do your custom combo, you do a super, it just burns all the rest of your meter. So usually what happens is you'll do your combo, and then like the last second or whatever, you'll like do your super. So you just do this big long like combo into a super and that's how you get like your optimal damage you can't block while your custom combo is activated so it's basically like go time when you activate it when, but you can activate it like while you jump like you can activate it in the air you can activate it on the ground when you activate it you have um i think it's 20 something frames of invulnerability so you can kind of like if if you know like 
you knock somebody down and they like they like pressing buttons like as soon as they get up you can like <laughs> act activate in their face and just destroy them so that invulnerability can be like really um useful if you watch if you watch boss play at all a lot sometimes you'll just activate to not get hit which is like such a flex <laughs> but like well you, i mean it's there it's in it's in vulnerability frames like you, yeah it's a tool I to mean, be used them when you can yep so then that's uh a groove is like probably like you can you can get some disgusting damage out if you are um if you're good at executing like um sakura is like a monster in a groove so is uh bison blanca and uh yori can be he actually has a block string um custom combo that he wants you to block if you block it you take like more chip damage than you would if you don't block it it's like it's ridiculous but like it just <laughs> fucking chews weird. through you it's his like uppercut he just does it like over and over and over again it just like just melts your health um and then there's also like a lot of really silly ones like i personally like dan um he's got like a, a hurricane kick sort of thing um and if you get somebody in the air you can juggle them forever so you basically do that and then every time you do it uh, you can cancel it into another one. You just go slowly up the right side of the screen or the left side of the screen up into space. Um, Send them to space. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyosuke actually has one like that too, and he has an air super, so you can, uh, for like extra flex, you can just kind of do his like his. Um, it's not a flash kick; it's like a quarter circle forward kick. And you just keep doing that over and over and over again, and then like what you're way off the screen, you just like cancel into the super and like a bunch of extra hits, and then slowly like that dude's corpse just falls to the ground. It's, it's just super funny. <laughs> so Agroove is super flashy and fun. Um, Agroove was one of the ones that I used to play at first because I didn't know I couldn't really do supers, so um, I, I've dabbled around with Agroove a lot, but I didn't get a lot of success with it. Um, but that was my first groove when I started like playing seriously. So P groove's kind of like uh, your Street Fighter Three series, right? Um, but it has uh, like the trappings of Third Strike. Like all the other Street Fighter Threes had a parry, but like Third Strike had like a cool parry noise. So that that's like people remember that. So you can parry. Um, the timing of the parry is a lot harder than it is in third strike in this game. Like it is you people parrying in this game. They're like, they're G's like people parrying in third strike are also good. But like, this is like, if you see somebody parrying in this game, like they're playing third strike, this person, this person sweats a lot. (laughs) Um, You get a a low jump, right? That's kind of like to emulate the, the instant overhead that you get in third strike. And then you get a dash and then a slow get up. Um, you get 38 guard bar units, so you have like significantly less than every other. So you you really got to be parrying if you're you're doing this. And then the super bar is there's one level, right? It's kind of like uh like your super turbo. It's just you have one super and it is big. Um, it's 192 units. It is the slowest meter to fill in the game. Yeah, good luck doing that with a, a four ratio character. Yep. Have, have fun. <laughs> and then the uh you can parry in the air which is pretty nice like you can you can do some some cool stuff with that if you watch any third strike it's pretty common like for people to do that um and then the, the whole point of the parry is like you, you fill some meter it doesn't do any guard bar damage and then you um you'll you'll get some frame advantage so you can usually counter attack with some pretty cool stuff and then we have s groove which is kind of like king of fighters 94 98 um so 
S groove is uh, you press the two light light buttons and you can kind of dodge to the background. And uh, the dodge to the background has like a three stage process. The whole time you're invulnerable, it's like I can't remember how many frames it is. Um, but in the middle stage, when you're kind of just standing still, um, you can either press punch or kick, and you'll do like a counter poke. And each character is different, but one poke knocks the other person down and like sends them flying, and the other one um, is like a normal attack, but it can cancel into specials and supers. Which like if you if you get good with execution, you can really make people hate their lives if if you they get in your <laughs> face and you dodge on them. Um, you can hold the heavy punch, heavy kick, and you'll charge your meter up, um, kind of like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, when it fills up, it kind of ticks down slow. While that's happening, you get 115% damage. Um, so you do 15% more damage. Um, if you have red, like if your life is in the red, it'll flash. You'll have infinite level 1 supers. If your gauge is full while your life is red, you'll have a level 3 super that does uh, 120% of its normal damage. Um, you can run in that. Yeah, roof. that's a big boy. If you get tagged, though, like yeah, yeah it, it, God, it, it hurts. I, if you're playing like Sagat or something, and you're landing like the level that level three, it's like that that person is going to to feel it very very hard. If they don't, if they have like less than half their life, they're probably gonna fucking die. Oh yeah, it does, does a lot of damage. Uh, one of my favorite things to see in this, and I don't, I haven't, I started picking up Rugal for this, but I haven't really figured Rugal out entirely. Uh, if you do, like, your level 3, um, he does that, like, run and smash you into the wall super. So it'll run and smash you into the wall, run and smash you into the wall, right? So that's a level 3. But as, as soon as that's done, you can cancel into your, like, genocide cutter super. So you can get, like, 4 levels of super. Oh, man. <laughs> dude, dude melts Jesus. people's health. Yeah, it's brutal. It's super cool. <laughs> you can cancel... That's rough. <laughs> you can cancel the level 1 into the level 1 as well. So you can... With him, you can do cancel like level one smash into the wall, level one genocide cutter super. It's it's like all the grooves will do it if you can do level ones. It's pretty neat. Rugal has some sweet combos. So the the super bar is a hundred units. Um, so it feels slower. It's tough. The charge is super fast when you're not in red life. If you're in red life, it it goes slow. Mm. Uh, so you get run slow get up. Alpha counters, you can only burn the super bar for the alpha counter, so it's it's very, like, not always, you, you don't always have it. And then um, uh, short hop, right? So short hops are, like, incredibly abusive if you could if you can do them. And then we have end groove, which is, like, your King of Fighters 98 groove. It's got, like, um, you have, you can store levels of super, and you can kind of, like, pop them with the heavy punch, heavy kick, and you'll get, like, 14 seconds of 120% damage for... Um, most of your attacks, and then you can do a level three super if you burn another super. So you'll do you can do level ones and level threes with end groove. You can roll, you can alpha counter. This this one has like everything. So you can roll, you can mm. alpha counter, you can guard roll, right? So guard rolling is you get hit, and then while you're in block stun, I do it by accident all the time when I'm in end groove. If you hit the um, <laughs> light punch, light kick, and a direction either forwards or backwards, you'll get out of block stun and move to like either backwards or forwards and then you burn a super it, it can be super like incredibly useful but i uh i don't use it a lot um then you get low jump so your your short hops still and then you get a safe fall and a run so this has just Ooh. about everything yeah this is a super rushdown. um so you get like, yeah, the so runs weird to see any <laughs> any time in one of these games so oh, like yeah. 
just you might want to just like load up a, a character and just check out the run animation. Oh, Joe, just, just to see what it looks like. <laughs> Joe's run is like top tier. He just looks so goofy. It's the best. <laughs> so you get, it's like seventy two per bar, and you can get like three full and then one extra bar. So it's kind of like you can have four, and then you have a normal guard bar. One cool thing you can do with Engroove is you can alpha counter if you've activated already. So you can if you have like full bars uh you can alpha counter and then like level three super off of it depending on the character like bison's really good for that so that's like it could completely turn a match around which is really hype to see and then you have uh k groove which is uh as you get hit your bar fills um when you get when it fills all the way up it you turn bright red and then it ticks down and you have you do 135 percent damage for normals 130% damage for special and 110% damage for supers. But all your supers are level 3, so they like hit incredibly hard. You get about 15 seconds of that. You can usually get that two times per round. So you get two very powerful level 3 supers per round. This is one of the reasons why it's just very good. Um, it's also pretty easy to learn because all you have to, if you get hit, you get kind of a built-in comeback mechanic. Then it has... Uh, yeah. Uh, Just Defend, that's from Garu, Mark of the Wolves. I think Garu is King of Fighters. Um, that's uh, That game's character, the main character is Rock, fun fact. And then the Rage comes from Samurai Showdown. So you can do Just Defend. It's kind of like parrying, right? So parrying, when you're just about to get hit, if you press forward, you'll do a parry. With Just, Def- just Defend, if you press backwards at the like very last second, you'll do something similar to a parry and you'll gain um, health and meter for it. So you get 100, I think it's 100 units of health and 6 units of meter. So uh, it's pretty significant. I think the yeah. meter is like 72. So 2 or 3 just defends will get you like halfway through your, like you'll, you'll be sitting pretty. A couple just defends and you're like doing all right. Um, your rage meter saves in between rounds, which is really good. Yeah, you can get like a lot of a lot of level three supers with K Groove if you're doing three characters. Um, like if you're pl- playing three characters, it's insane. Uh, it, to comparatively give you an idea of like an uh, another groove, if you're using C Groove, usually it will take you about a round to a round and a half to get a level three super. Um, usually it's closer to a round and a half. So you'll go through probably your first character or the first round against someone. And then probably around like the midway point of the second round is when you'll actually get like a level three. And that's if you're not popping level ones left, right and center. So K groove is getting a lot, uh, a lot of super. Yeah. And the super has like a lot of invulnerability, right? And it just hits incredibly hard. So uh, K-Groove has not a lot of systems, right? So it has Just Defend, which is like its big one of its big gimmicks. Um, it has Run, and it has Low Jump, and Safe Fall. That's it. So Safe Fall is just like you just kind of get up immediately. Um, so this is like a big, big rushdown one. You just runs and low jumps all day. Um, you have 43 units of card bar, so a little less. Um, you can Just Defend in the air which is kind of like parrying in the air, so you can do that. Um, and then when you just defend... But you, you don't get, get an air block, right? You do not get an air block. The only groove yeah. that has an air, air block is C groove. Yeah, so you got to be like... you got to be baller. If you're, if you're just defending in the air, you got to be like, you're the man. You're the shit. 
Yeah, and you can you can keep like just defending. Like if you can uh, you can hit people multiple times, and as you just defend, you get like popped up in the air a little bit. So you can kind of like send people like kind of high. It, there's some pretty silly match footage of that. I I'll try to share it with you later. Um, oh, yeah. So the S groove. One of the really shitty things about S groove is you don't get to save your your bar in between rounds. Right. It's just always just resets. That's one of the reasons why S groove is like kind of trash. I think if you could keep it, it would be a lot better. So those are the grooves. Um, each, you know, each character will play a little different with uh, each groove. But currently, like K groove Cami is like ridiculous. K groove Blanca, um, K groove Sagat, and then you'll see a lot of like uh, A groove Blanca. Currently, Bass plays uh, Blanca, Bison, and Yamazaki. Which is like he just started playing Yamazaki pretty recently. It's like Yamazaki's disgusting with him. So those are kind of like your your top tier teams. There's a lot of like there's a couple of like really high tier characters, and then there's just kind of most everybody else is kind of in the middle. So in like normal play, when you're not at like super high level, like this this game can be like a lot of fun. Everybody can play randoms, and it's a good time. But like when you get to the highest level of play, there's like a couple of like really good characters that everybody just plays. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's kind of the way it is. <laughs> it's a fighting a game. A lot of fighting games. Yeah, like it's a little bit better now. Like I feel like balancing is a little bit easier to do when it comes to to tiers and things like that because obviously you can you can just patch the shit out of your game and and tweak as you go. But you have to remember, like back in the day, like if you're looking at your your fighters from like the late nineties, early two thousands, like that wasn't, that wasn't really a thing. Like it yeah. was like you, you, you know, made the game, you hope it was as balanced as it can be. And then y- you pray you didn't put one broken ass character in it, you know? Oh yeah. You had to, to come out the box balanced, which secret. It never did. The su- super turbo is <laughs> yeah. like super broken. Like this, this is some like match at like, People be complaining about bad matchups, dude. Play Super Turbo, you will see what a bad matchup is. <laughs> like, I like all the Zangief players. Like, I feel you. Like, it's you're doing the Lord's work because you are just everything's working against you. Cami too. Cami's trash in that game. Yeah, but like that's that's the Street Fighter games though. Those Street Fighter games in the in the early days, because like there are so many fucking versions of that game in particular. <laughs> like Street Fighter Two, it's like oh my god, in every one is fucking different. Oh yeah. Like I'm sorry. If you're if you're playing the original Street Fighter 2, like just like Street Fighter 2, the shit that was in the ar- original launch in the arcades. It's kind of bad. Like yeah, Hyper Street Fighter or even oh man, I fucking see I didn't have a Super Nintendo when I was younger. I had a, a Genesis. Was, oh, so you had Championship was, Edition. Yeah, I had the Championship Edition. Now, not only was that game like obviously a different form of Street Fighter, but I didn't have a fucking six-button controller at the oh, time. Oh, either press start you to sh- switch. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucked. It was oh my awful. God. It was like a special kind of like punishment. And then I remember I got the six-button controller when I think like Mortal Kombat 2 came out. And I was like, oh, this is the way the game was meant to be played. But that game was so fucking, it was so fucking jank. Yeah, kind of I had it too. Compared to some of the other versions. It was so bad. But like every Street Fighter, every time like a new Street Fighter would come out... It, First of all, they would like add two characters, take away a character here, put a character in there. Like every different, every version just had like a completely different roster. Like I had like the like the eight main characters, 
but like the last like few would change from each addition to the game. Like certain editions had like Fei Long. Some uh, was it Fei Long? Yeah. Yeah, Fei Long, uh, and then T Hawk. Yeah, uh, T Hawk. Yeah. And some of Cammy. them didn't. Like I remember, uh, I'm I'm ninety percent sure Champion uh, Championship Edition didn't have uh, Balrog in it. And I was like, huh? But I've seen him. I've seen him in other games, and I don't I feel understand like he why did. he's not in this. I can't remember. I'm gonna have no, to play it. it. I'm gonna have to find out later. No, it might have. It might have had him and I think it was him and Vega, but it didn't have Fei Long. It didn't have T Hawk. Yeah, none of the the new fighters. Yeah, none of the new fighters. I was like, what the shit? This is weird. But like, yeah, those games were so. Each individual version of that game had like the. It just changed the entire, the entire roster of that game. Even though the main characters were the same. It, the fucking tier levels were all over the place. Like, if you're a Chun Li player and you're like playing Super Nintendo, and then you go to play Super Turbo, you're like, what? What even? <laughs> Chun Li's a co- yeah. charge character. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> They're just changing all sorts of shit. Like, like, but as time went on, I think they did a a, a lot better with balancing stuff. By the time this game came out, I mean, two D fighting games were were everywhere. Um king of fighter series was like riding high for quite a while before this happened too yep. uh so so like there there's a lot of good balancing stuff happening this game it's a it's honestly pretty miraculous that this game isn't completely broken considering the roster in it um, <laughs> yeah right and and every time i look at the roster i'm like i don't understand how it's it's even remotely a, given there are just like garbage tier characters and yes like there aren't many of them but they do exist and the thing about this game is that the the grooves actually can make a garbage tier character really good depending on the groove you use. So I think that's where a lot of the the balancing stuff comes into play. Like the grooves can just tweak everything just enough to make like a a character that's almost unusable actually pretty playable, or in some cases actually really good. Oh yeah, you can definitely uh, do some gimmicks with some of the grooves, like uh, Morgan uh, without a run. She's uh, not that great. The because she runs like she doesn't dock stalkers, so she like kind of flies up, and then you can jump yeah. from the run because it's a run, so you can jump. But uh, when she's running, uh, she's in the air, so you have to block high. But if <laughs> she does it like really quickly, she can kind of like hop over you and do like little crossovers if you're ducking and like you can just she she can she can get the mixer going real hard. I was playing against oh, yeah. uh, Smug. He's like a He's like a pro fighting game player, and I was uh, playing against him yesterday, and I was like, let me get that Morgan, dude. He fucking mixed the shit. I was so bad, dude. He just, <laughs> I was like, because I'm trying to learn how to, like, not have that happen, and he's he's pretty good at it, so it was just like, he's <laughs> whooped my shit, dude. But it's good. Like, every, every time I play against him, I learn some stuff, so it's uh it's good. But Morgan, like, high-level Morgan is, like, just, oh, <laughs> if you can't figure it out, you're dead. But I mean, a lot of characters in this game are like that. Like it, honestly, like your Zangief today, because we were, we were playing a few matches before we we started talking, and um, like I remember trying Zangief, and I I used to be pretty good with them, but like you were you were doing some shit. That <laughs> yeah, was I was I was me, pretty oppressive with them. Yeah, it was making me pretty like I was like, how the fuck am I even gonna hit you? Like half of my attacks were going <laughs> straight up through you, and the other half of my attacks were getting I was getting knocked out of by like the the fucking lariat. So it was like, what the shit do I do? Yeah, yeah, roll cancel lariat can be rough if you don't know how to deal with it. 
But yeah, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I've never even seen that before. I've been playing this game for fucking two decades, and like the match that we had today was entirely different than every other fucking match that we've had with Zangief. Like, it's it's so weird how just you learn so much new shit as time goes on. Oh, yeah. Just, I've... I've seen a few a few matches of this game being played by like pros, and it's it's on another fucking level. Um, and I I've always been like, oh, you know, I'm really good at this game, but like, not. Oh, near dude, that. no way! Nowhere it's like near. orders of magnitude. Uh, some some people are just just fucking like old gods, right? Like you just you can't even get to their level. Like I I wish I could understand this game on the level that they do, but I don't. The other thing that blows my mind about this shit is like. So people are still obviously playing this game, even though like I've talked to people I've never heard of it before. But like it's it's still pretty fairly popular in the fighting game scene. It's still never been released on anything remotely modern. Like it's like there's no like digital version of it. It just PS3 exists. was the most recent. Yeah, in the the PS3 version, it's just like the like this online the store. Yeah. it's not good. Yeah, it's not emulated well. Yeah, like I actually the the version that I was recently playing uh, before before we started on Fightcade was that version, um, but like the fact that it's never been re released in anything, not a compilation, nothing. It's just like, it, and God for love, of God, who still has PS3s at work? Because most people don't. Um, oh yeah, it's like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom too. I, I don't remember if it was like Maximilian Dude or. There was I don't know who started it, but they were like free uh, MVC two, right? And they actually got Arcade One up to like release a Marvel vs. Capcom two cabinet, and they had like Justin Wong like uh, play test it. Who I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know who Justin Wong is, but like oh yeah, he, he's like he's an old god for from uh, Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom two. He's like dudes bananas. Also, we I think we've all seen the uh, the the parrying. Oh video. yeah, Evil yeah. Moment thirty seven. <laughs> yeah, he's such a good sport about that too. <laughs> that was that was wild yeah. dude I can't, I can't even imagine watching that live like that that crowd was accurately hype and the, <laughs> the best part is that wasn't even like the the finals either that was like just it just happened it wasn't even like the, you know daigo won the fucking tournament because of it it's like it was just it just happened oh yeah wild but that's the cool thing about like these games in particular so I, I, you know, I've seen Smash and I've seen Mortal Kombat and I've seen like a lot of these modern games at like Evo and stuff. But for it's something about like these specific 2D fighting games where like crazy shit can happen because of the systems in them that gets me so much more excited to watch those matches than almost any other matches. Right. Like, I can't imagine something like that happening in like a Tekken game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the the mechanics of those games, as as you know, evolved as as evolved as they are, and how they've been modified over the course of time, they just don't lend themselves to like the crazy moments you can do in games like like Street Fighter Alpha Three or you know Third Strike. The the systems in those games just lead like they can facilitate insanely cool moments just with these like simple 2d sprite characters and that's really just it's interesting to me like they, we have all this new technology and like all these crazy like all this crazy shit we can put on the screen but like watching a fucking pixelated like ryu or you know chun li fight it it just 
for some reason like hits me right right in the right in the feels yeah every right time. this makes you feel good uh, i mean those see i don't know that we'd recognize what like hype shit would look like in like tekken right people get down on tekken 7 but i i don't even know what hype stuff would look like in that game because i don't even know how to like speak the language right it just doesn't yeah <laughs> i'm sure there's cool stuff going on but i, I don't know it but this i, I recognize so, so i think the thing that that makes it a little bit less i it's this is gonna sound horrible but less impressive to me is the fact that like i feel like tekken and soul caliber and like modern modern games have a lot of like lead up time to every move uh whereas like the 2d fighting games they don't have that it's it's almost instantaneous like if you're if you're pressing a button like yeah your heavy is going to be a little bit slower but if you're pressing like a, a light attack button you have so little fucking time <laughs> to like get around that comparatively like i i remember the first time i played mortal kombat x not even 11 mortal kombat x they refined the fighting system a little bit and it was like every time i hit a button it was essentially like having half a second of delay before the character attacked and i was like this feels sluggish as hell but i think it was because at that point my mind was programmed to like you know you hit the button the fucking punch comes out like oh yeah fast well that's that's partially to do with like crts right like crts are amazing because they're <laughs> so input lag is a thing right all our modern lc lcds and leds and all those there's a lot of input lag um from the frame like the con the conceiving of the frame to it actually displaying, where CRTs just kind of spit it out, like instantaneously, which yeah. is why you'll see all these fighting game tournaments. People are playing on C CRT TVs, like so those old cathode ray uh, tube TVs that's super heavy, um, and a lot of old arcades and even new arcades will have CRTs uh, because that instant um, thing. So, like your controller like so your your controller will introduce some lag and then your the game will have some input lag and then the the displaying of it will have input lag and some games are like a lot worse at it than others like i think um street fighter 5 got a lot of flack for that i don't know cuz i haven't actually oh, yeah. played it but uh, a lot of people were saying there was like wild input lag and like even this like we're playing um on fightcade there's a lot of stuff that like we were playing that like there's input lag there's enough input lag that like the pros like it's it's they have to play a different way as a result of the input lag whereas like um so like third strike people uh online they'll be dashing up on you all the time and they, they don't get it's it's really hard to watch somebody get like dashed up and like checked for it like just get smacked over it but if you yeah. watch people playing in like tournaments <laughs> Especially if they're not online, they got the CRTs and stuff. You people, you get dashed up, you get smacked. Like it just happens. Because like, because <laughs> the the reaction time is there. Like you can, if you hit it, it will happen. You know, like you won't miss it. It's like yeah. this: if you're playing online uh, for CVS, like if I like really wanted to, like I, I don't want to because I want to have fun with you. <laughs> like, but I could just like get you into like throw loops because it's really hard to tech throws online if you're not like a hundred percent ready at all times. So you just get thrown, yeah. and then you get thrown, and then get thrown, and then get thrown because of the because of the latency. Yeah, I mean, the latency is definitely a huge thing. So I, I can tell more now than almost at, like ever before as far as latency goes, but that's only because I'm I'm playing online more. So like you instantly feel that online latency, and even if you even if it's like a really good connection and 
everything is it, like the the stars have aligned and everybody's got the most amazing connection and you're not getting any lag you can still tell you just kind of grow accustomed to it and and you know deal with it after a while like you're your muscle memory kind of uh, gets accustomed to how many milliseconds of lag you're getting before you're you know you're hitting the button and it's showing up but i i distinctly remember the first time i had like felt that input latency in anything and it was oh my god what the hell was i playing oh god it was not mkx that was the first time i realized that like the the 3d versions of games are putting in more latency than i would like like to actually deal with Mm. um but before that i want to say it was a king of fighters game i was playing like one of the you know how we're in like king of fighters 15s is probably one of the ones that came out in like the what was the one that came out in like 2013 or 2014 it was uh king of fighters 13 yeah, that one in particular, I could tell, like right off the bat. Try playing like, it now. I, I think it. they've improved it. Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where it's like you, when you know, you know. When you feel it, you feel it, and mm-hmm. it, it's hard to to like not see it. And like these these two D fighting games from from this era, like if you're playing on a CRT and you have like an arcade stick hooked up, it's like it's oh yeah, insane how different it is. As far as latency goes, like, oh yeah, playing in an it's arcade, like, almost like playing another game. Completely different. Yeah, completely different. Dreamcast um, is it, like real close, and so's uh, PS2 though. So you can you can get like an arcade like experience at home. Yeah, I, I I really want a Dreamcast. I really wish I had never given my Dreamcast away, but oh, you could totally I get did. one. I think you can uh, you can play uh, burnt CDs on them now too, like. Or you can just like replace it with shoot like an SD card or something, get all the games and play them. Oh yeah, the the Dreamcast is insanely easy to hack nowadays. It's oh like, yeah, it, it's 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 dumb easy. I think um, it just plays burned discs, like because the technology just didn't exist when they like thought of it, so they just didn't do anything for like right protection. Well, I actually looked into that. So the the weird thing about this is gonna be a, a weird little side tangent, but like the weird thing about the the Dreamcast is it used CDs, but it like somehow utilized an extra layer of the CD to to fit more data in, and the CD writers at the time couldn't do it. Yeah, um, but GD like ROMs. a yeah, but like a year after it launched, like <laughs> the the burners came out for it and everybody was fucking burning CDs with Dreamcast games on them. They're like, Well, who needs to who needs to pay for shit anymore? We can just burn it, you know? Oh yeah. If you if you like two D fighters, dude, Dreamcast your system for sure. It's got yeah, all the hits. Poor Dreamcast, man. Ugh. Yeah, I that that system was so like it's so underrated. It had so much good shit on it. It was like the first console that had like a legitimate online service. Mm-hmm. It had Fantasy Star Online. The best, yeah, it had the <laughs> best two D fighters on it. Like they, they were just like, we're just gonna put like every fucking two D fighter on it. That's great, and you know, and like maybe that'll save the console. It fucking didn't. But like, yeah, I mean, it was still going yeah, strong like, in Japan. Like they just discontinued uh, North American support. Yeah, but like, oh man, poor Dreamcast. Yep, that system will live on in my memory so for so so it's long. It's so good. Um, yeah. Uh okay, so we covered a lot of this game. Oh oh, you know what we haven't covered? What? The graphics and the sprites. Oh yeah yeah, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> so what happened with this? Right, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of copy pasta from like Street Fighter Alpha 3. Uh, Morgan specifically gets a lot of flack because uh, her sprite is straight out of the original Darkstalkers. Um, some of the characters got like redrawn sprites. Uh, they look really good. Like uh, M. Bison, I think this is my favorite version of M. Bison uh, is, is the CVS2 sprite. Uh, Chun-Li got a different sprite. And no, Chun Li's sprite is actually really good. Oh, yeah. I actually I think that sprite work is probably some of my favorite for oh, her. Oh yeah, Chun Chun Li's a monster in this game. Like I'm I'm always like a ch- I love playing Chun Li, but I just don't. I'm getting old, man. I don't have the the, the reaction. You gotta be you gotta be on it to play Chun Li. Yeah, um, <laughs> but she's so good. But yeah, her sprite's super cool. And then what else? I think Eagle got a new sprite, right? Because he was from original street fighter like og not street fighter 2 right he came came back and then maki was from final fight she got a sprite and then who else yeah you can always tell like if you're if you're playing this game you can kind of see like where they put some effort in and when they're just like you know what this is this yeah i think all the king of fighters guys particular though got uh new sprites more morgan sprite the it wouldn't be so bad if she didn't have like it, it literally has her entire outline is just black. oh yeah that thick like, black outline it just kills people <laughs> it's like they didn't even try they didn't even try they just like like oh man you know what we're just gonna make it seem like somebody drew a pen around her entire sprite and then just called it a day and oh it's, yeah it's Ohomaru got a new obvious. sprite oh really that's a new yeah sprite? i think uh yeah, that's a newer one. Habiki got one. She was from Last Blade 2. I don't know if you've ever played Last Blade 2. It's very good. Oh, I never Very did. underrated. Yeah, she's from that see, game. See, I thought she was uh, from just Samurai Showdown. Nope, Last Blade, Blade 2. Huh, interesting. I know, right? She's she's super good. She was my one of my original... Uh, oh, so who was your original team, right? So when you were starting to get in serious... Sorry, we were just like, waxing poetic, but like, what what was your like original sweat team? My yeah, original sweat team, and it was a bad one to begin with, but I just I really like these characters. Uh, Hoomaru was my opener because Hoomaru, um, for those of you who don't know, has the biggest fucking heavy punch <laughs> that you will ever see. It's not it's not a punch first of all because he's a fucking samurai showdown character. It's a slash, and he just like two hand fucking overhead chops you with this slash and literally the game slows down if you get hit by it oh yeah the hit stop on it is like (laughs) 10 frames it's it's wild but it does like uh it does a huge chunk of damage especially if you're like morgan or like some like really low life character like you get like it's like a good eighth to like you know sixth of your life it's a lot yeah, it's a lot. So he's always my opener because I feel like if I can land like a couple of those slashes with like a with, with some of his just normal like like specials, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, and he's then, in King of Fighters 15. Uh, he's got the big slash in that too. Oh yeah, he does. Fun fact. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, right, I, keep, I've been keep playing going, sorry. my KOF 15 lately. Um, so he was my opener. Then Rock would be my my second dude up. Um, which for those of you who know like rock is just pretty much like a poor man's terry um <laughs> he the downside to him is he hits a lot like slower so like you he telegraphs his moves a little bit worse than terry does even though terry's like fucking Buster wolf and like fucking calls out everything before he does it rocks even worse um, well he's like terry terry meets geese right because he's he's geese's kid 
Yeah, so he has a, a really good uh, like counter. Um, his rushing atta- rushing attack's pretty good, but it can be punished really easily. Um, rising tackle, like that, that's all right if you see like a like a jump coming, but it's very hard to to like do it quick enough to actually land it. So, but I always liked his level three super because his level three super hit like a fucking truck. Which one, Deadly Rave or uh, Raging Storm? Uh, Raging Storm. Um, also, like he, I just liked his his move set. His move set was was pretty good. And if you're using his heavy, uh, his heavy like fireball attack, it will catch stuff because he does like a double sweep. So if somebody's let's say throwing a fireball at you, you can actually catch the fireball in the first sweep where like the the fireball is being built up, and then the second one will launch it back at the your opponent. So you, you can you can do some pretty cool stuff with Rock. Um, but it like hits now, uh, twice if you're really close to. Yeah, so he's he's got a, a pretty decent move set. I but I've like ever since yeah, he's just, stylish as hell though. Yeah, I just use Terry if I if I want to to like feel Rock's move set in in my my play style, I'll just throw Terry in there. Um, and then my my closer was always a level two Sagat because. Fuck yeah, yeah level two Sagat. Sagat's ridiculous. For those of you, it's like it's, if you know, you know. Sagat's got um, one of the craziest heavy kicks you've ever seen. Um, his range on everything is stupid, which is like a blessing and a curse because you can like you can get your like hand punched if you're throwing out like a heavy punch and like dumb shit like that. Uh, his his level... crouching fierce does a ridiculous amount of damage. Yeah, his crouching fierce is really good. Um, his Shoryuken is fucking amazing, and it's one of those things that like if you hit somebody with that, they like feel it, and it really, it definitely like shakes them a little bit. Like if you hit your opponent <laughs> with like a a really good tiger uppercut, like you can tell they're just like oh fuck my life. Um, same the same thing with the tiger knee. Like if you hit somebody with that too, uh. Tiger knee like pops out so quick that it's just like pop 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 oh bam knock him down and then you can just follow up really quickly, um, and his level threes are are fucking dope as hell. So yeah, Sagat was always my closer. I still use Sagat though. Sagat's like Sagat's just great. He's he's an OG. I'm gonna keep him in my team forever. Um, oh, he's and, super good. I think yeah. he's got a uh, confirm. Like if you do like crouching medium kick, you can do. The level two crouching fireball super, and then do a level one standing fireball super, and it does a ton of damage. And it looks sick. God, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, I can't remember what you, what was your OG team back in the day. Uh, I, I think it was like Agroove Habiki. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, oh yeah. Was like <laughs> I used to use her a lot, and then I think I used King, and then I was kind of just bouncing around. I've always been kind of like random in this game. Use Joe a lot. I remember Joe being uh, being in there. Uh, Once I switched bit. to Seagroove, um, I started like playing Joe a lot. I like really like Joe. Her, his like double cyclone is just like phew, does stupid damage, and it's like a really good. You can trap a lot of people because mostly uh, most of the grooves can't block in the air, so if they jump above you, like phew, curtains. Yeah, it does yeah. like tons of damage. And then he, he he's really good at punishing really... air attacks too, because he's got that fucking kick. So it's that like, kick uh, is yeah. yeah, yeah. You can trick people into jumping in on you and, and just like really get it. And then he's got the like the the thousand hand slap thing going on too, which is like really good. Uh, I think I, I think my team was like Ken, Joe, King, 
with uh, Seagroove when mm-hmm. I was like playing before I like really started understanding like before I even knew what a crossover was. <laughs> yeah, but on, honestly, those are the good times though. Like it, 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 the more knowledge you get, the more you kind of want to like go deeper down the rabbit hole. Like I, I remember when we first started playing this game, like we used mostly Shotos for a bit too. Like there was a oh, lot yeah. of just straight up Shoto fights, but like, yeah, yeah oops, not... all fireballs, and it's like this game is like do not throw fireballs. It's like really bad. <laughs> yeah, it is really really bad. But I remember, oh man, your fucking Shinakuma used to piss me off like nobody's business. Oh, oh Jesus, yeah. it was just like a so the Shin- Shinakuma in this game can do. Um, he throws double air fireballs like a motherfucker. So mm. if you're using shinakuma like you can actually use him in sea groove and the the air fireballs will build your meter super super fast um, yeah he's a great battery yeah but if you're doing k groove like all it takes is like one kick and shinakuma now has his fucking meter and he can like destroy people like if he has like a level three super it's fucking game over because oh, English, it does brutal amounts of damage. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know like what the ratio is for like how much damage he takes before compared to how much he puts out. But this, I think he this, just has a, like really low life count. Like his his health, he has like uh, low HP. All the characters have different HP in this game. Yeah, but like Shinikuma's HP is like you hit him three times with a heavy and he's pretty much dead. But, oh like, yeah, it's glass cannon. Yeah, but getting close to him, if somebody knows how to like use their like throw air fireballs and like he has a teleport, he oh god damn. Yeah, it's got like a zero frame recovery too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's. He's got really oh he's brutal. got dude he's got counter attacks. What? Yep. So he's got a, a low and a high counter attack. Like down down uh three punches is the low one, and down down three kicks is the high one. I think. So Jesus like you Christ. can yeah so the animation is uh it, he catches you but then he just disappears and he does like the D from space uh <laughs> move so he just he just disappears and like lands on you and just like hits you and knocks you down dude it's so satisfying yeah for those of you that don't know that we'll we'll joke I I don't know what the fucking move is called we keep saying D from space but there's this move that Shinakuma has that like when we used to we used to play matches against each other um what would happen is like we would have like these really close matches and shinakuma would get like he would get his level three fucking super and steve would just do this move and it we call i don't know what it's <laughs> called but i call it i called it the knee from space because he would literally just fall from the sky at like the quick like so fast you don't even see oh, it yeah. and just it, fucking so land ridiculous. on you and it's like unblo- is it is it it's not unblockable. No, no, it? you can fly. It's it's actually like stupid easy to avoid. You just kind of walk backwards and it won't <laughs> hit you. But if if you're like jumping at all, like it, it dude, that thing is gonna cut you in half. It does so much damage. Yeah, and it's like everybody's like, well, raging demon. Yeah, raging demon's great, but like if you can kind of see rage and demon coming because most people aren't going to pop it the first time it's a it's a very specific like button combination to do it you're essentially in- inputting a fucking mortal combat fatality to get rage and demon going whereas this knee from space is i think like two half circles back and then like yeah, and kick and kick and then it's it's in your face like you fucking can't do anything about it it does a dumb amount of damage if it's like a level 3k groove but we would have so many matches where it'd be like 
super super close. It's like three quarters of your health. It's it's, it's it is a ludicrous amount of damage. Yeah. So and you just like knee from space and I'd be fucking dead. And it, it, so it's like eight so frames too. Like it's just super fast. Yeah. But with that being said, like that was like that was my kryptonite. That fucking move was my kryptonite. Um, Steve's kryptonite. Was oh, like the yeah the charged fireball with yeah. Evil Ryu. So so Evil Ryu, who's uh, he's not in the the arcade version, right? He's just he's only no no he's not. Yeah, he's only console. Yeah, he's only console. He can charge. He has like a fireball, and it's unblockable. But like, you think unblockable fireball? Well, you can just jump over it. Yes, they're super evil... slow too. Like, it just <laughs> makes you want to block it. <laughs> but evil Ryu, if you do this unblockable fireball, you can actually hold it for a second. So like, sometimes you'll start a fireball, like the the super, and it, the flash happens, and then people will subconsciously be like oh i'm gonna jump over it right now because it's gonna throw right now and you just hold for it for the a panic second. roll yeah and you just fucking <laughs> let it go right at the right moment you just catch him but for some reason steve will just watch this fireball <laughs> come at him <laughs> and slowly him hurtle and... towards me <laughs> yeah it's just like it's like here it comes the fireball charging, it throws, and it's just like a slow-moving fireball. And I'm like, he's going to tech roll this. He's going to jump over it. Something's going to happen. Nope. So this kid's got good reactions. He always dodges this stuff. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And it wouldn't happen so all the time. Fricassees my brain. <laughs> It'd probably be like half the time. But any time it would land, I'd be like, yes. Fucking the, the, the fire. It was, it's such a mind fuck to get hit by this stupid, slow-ass moving fireball. But it's fucking great. But, like, th- these are the matches we've been having for fucking the better part of two decades. And we oh, still yeah. do this. We will still boot up this game and fucking pick Evil Ryu and Shinakuma, and that's usually how the match will end up, like, going. Like, one of us is going to get hit with one of those fucking level three supers. Oh, yeah. If you if you want to see this, uh, this slow fireball clocking me action on my YouTube, I have when we were playing. We were playing on Null DC. It's, like, before, like... Uh, Fightcade was pretty good. Uh, Null DC Bear was like the the way to play. Um, and yeah, it's just like a, I don't know. It's like a two hour set or something. We just we just like played a lot, and I just keep getting clobbered with it. <laughs> was that like a year ago or like two? Oh, years it was, ago? It, was, it, was geez, it was a while ago. It was a while ago because like my my I think it was right after my kid was born actually. So it must have been about a year ago now. Yeah, because uh, I remember we played while he was like taking a nap, and I was like, I don't know how yeah. much time I have, but we're gonna fucking play this shit. This go be good. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, holy shit! We're, yeah. we're so we're clocked in a, an hour and forty seven minutes talking about. Oh CBS yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, so if you guys want to watch the uh, the matches that we played today too, uh, I recorded them. I'll upload them to YouTube as well. You can kind of see. I, I don't know how many we did, but it was kind of just having some fun but it was i think i think my skill has grown pretty uh significantly since the last time we played oh yeah definitely definitely like i was expecting like it to go very similar than the last time we played and it it did not there was some face pounding (laughs) action happening with morgan right there i'll tell you that much oh yeah but there was a couple times where i just like it was just standing there like staring at you like what are you even doing like i'm literally just standing still i was like oh he's jumping at me i should probably do something (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah, I'll I'll definitely post the the link to that too in the description of the podcast for the people that want to watch. Um, the The matches of this game are, are pretty intense, and uh, we definitely enjoy playing playing this game a lot. 
like uh, like probably more than we should considering how old it is you'd figure we'd be playing something else by now but now now we're still nope nothing nothing scratches that itch quite like this no definitely not um but yeah i, I like so on my notes i have like well would you recommend this game to like people today i would say fucking definitely if you like 2d oh, fighting yeah. games especially like i was talking to somebody today and it made me feel insanely old because when i was talking about the pokemon story uh with <laughs> somebody i work with this uh this guy jonathan um he was like i was one year old when that happened and i was like holy yeah, right? shit i am um, made of dust <laughs> yeah and uh well it's funny because he was talking about playing king of fighters 15 and i was like oh damn king of fighters 15 is fucking excellent i was like have you ever played like this game and i started like rattling off games he's like no i've never heard of any of those and i'm like shit man like you you are missing out like king of fighters 15 is great but you will never know like the the good old days of just straight up 2d fighters like I think they do a good job capturing it. Like, 15's pretty decent, but it's just, like, oops all, like, combos. Yeah. So, I always think of, like, the the top-tier games. King of Fighters 98 is is definitely one of them. Uh, This game is... Oh, man. This game's just gonna live on in infamy as one of... I still say today that Capcom vs. SNK2 is probably my favorite 2D fighter of all time. uh, Oh, yeah. This is my favorite fighting game, like, by a long shot yeah it has it, it has the roster it, it still looks good even despite the fucking oh man the the horrible sprites that some of the characters have a majority of them actually look really good uh the backgrounds are really fun um like the backgrounds we didn't talk about them at all but all the oh yeah they're like they're like 3d yeah so there's uh 11 stages in the arcade there's a, like a lantern festival one there's a rotating stage with a crowd there's one with like sand dunes and like cars jumping there's one i with like a that one a lot actually <laughs> there's one with uh, a uk like a street in the in the uk there's a bunch of like uh characters from like king of fighters and, and street fighter in the background it's got the like true love making uh soundtrack which is like the iconic song from this uh then there's one that's like a frozen river and there's like an uh a ship that comes out and like it's an icebreaker and then there's a bunch of banners and a news crew then there's a, a the rooftop is <laughs> a rooftop with like a giant animatronic like american johnny beer like drinking a beer <laughs> with, like a cowboy hat then there's like um, a boxing ring with like a timer and the health set at the top um that was like one of the last stages then there's a raining like you're on a japanese rooftop and it's like just pouring rain and then there's like a a blown up um roof kind of level that's the boss level and then in the console version there's a training level with a grid and this that's the first game i think i can remember that had a training level with like the grid yeah it's like you like everybody has it now yeah the 3d grid background yeah i remember seeing that and i was like this is really weird like it's it's it makes a lot of sense yeah it, it makes sense it's just weird to to like like the first time i saw that i was like this is strange like the, I yeah, feel like because it's all 3D QB and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, did they need to put this in here? Because like, I could have just picked any stage, but I I get it. It's really nice if you just want like, you don't want any distractions at all in the background for when you're training. Like, if you don't want to see fucking like anybody holding a duff beer, like nothing. Like, if you just want to practice your moves, the training. Well, it's good for judging training. like distances too. Like, like you have an objective. Like, I'm standing on this line and it reaches this far. Yeah, it, it. 
I think you're right, though. I think this one, this has to be one of the first games that had a stage like that. Yeah, it's the that, first one I can remember. I don't know which one it is, but yeah. But all the stages look spectacular. Like I, there are certain ones I remember better than others. Um, like the the rooftop rain one, the Japanese rooftop one. Yep. I actually really like that one a lot, and I always, for some reason, associate that with Alt Rugal. I don't know if that was his stage or if I'm just like if that every time I fight Rugal he's on that fucking rooftop because I think that's like where you fight him as a last boss. Um, uh, I think that's like normal Akuma normal or Rugal. normal Rugal that you yeah. fight up there. And then Shin oh, there's a, there's a boss mode. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell about that. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, and then the Shinakuma one was the blown up city one because like I pff, man the amount of fucking hours I spent. God damn, fuck <laughs> beating your head against that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. But like, yeah, the the all the stages are really, really well done. Um, it's one of those things that you don't notice it when you're playing, and like you notice it for like the first two seconds. Like the first two seconds, the match loads. You're like, okay, I'm on the street with the bus in the background, uh, and then it kind of just like like you don't pay attention to it because obviously yeah, I need to hyper focus on everything. <laughs> exactly. But if you're just like if you're just like uh, watching the game as like a bystander and you just pay attention to the backgrounds. There's a lot of cool shit happening there. Like, like the ice level with the ship. That's like, that's really cool to me. But like all these backgrounds have like really like moving stuff. So there's something to always keep your eye on in the background while you're, you're playing. Like it's just really, they did a lot of, of good work with the backgrounds in this game more so than, than most of the games around this time, I would say. Yeah. The um so I was gonna say uh the the console versions right there's a there's a bunch of different game modes not just arcade mode so there's a survival mode there's a training mode in the console versions and there's versus and then there's like a there's two survival modes there's like a all survival so you just gotta go through the whole cast uh, with one one health bar and then there's a uh, freaking infinite survival you just go forever um. And then there's arcade mode, but if you hold light punch and medium punch, and then you select arcade mode, and then you go to the character select screen, uh, it goes straight to bosses. So you have to, it's like a, you can't die, um, you get new health every time you do like a new round, um, but you would fight like the Akuma, Rugal, Shinakuma, Alt, or God Rugal. Oh god damn. And then if you beat, yeah, if you beat those, um... I think that's how you unlock like the cheat menu. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and then the um, there's uh ex grooves in. Uh, you can build your own groove in the console version, which is uh <laughs> super broken. <laughs> I remember you complaining about me like sweeping you with Joe and then canceling the sweep into oh like uh, the, the dude. It's yeah, it's some super broken, very fun. Uh, grooves that you can make because you can kind of like mix and match. There's like a point system to like keep it balanced, but it doesn't um, but stay balanced to, at all. No, no. But <laughs> if you get if you unlock the cheats, you can just like get a like just all oops all points. Like you can just put illegal grooves through and and then play them. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, the, the boss mode. I bet you didn't know about that. I did not know about the boss mode, and I also <laughs> twenty I also, year old game. <laughs> I also remember uh, me trying to do all survival. Like almost every time I boot up this game somewhere, I try to do. The yeah, I think that's how mode. you get the cheat menu yeah. in the Xbox version. It, and I always would get to like fucking like I would get like probably like thirty fighters in. But the thing is, like this game is just like any other fighting game, and it, it's the further you get into that survival mode, 
the more the CPU like will punish you. Reads your inputs. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. What like the yeah. first like five guys you would think like the the CPU isn't even like on like it's it's just not even thinking, and then oh, you get, just body them. Yeah, and then by but once you get around probably like the fifteenth or the twentieth fight, you're like shit. This is like this is like normal arcade mode. And then once you get to like 25 to 30, like the 25th to the 30th character, holy shit, the game's like, we are not going to, you shall not fucking pass. Like, oh, yeah, it, and you get less and less life back too. Yeah, so you got you to gotta make sure, like, you're, you're, you're pretty much, you can't be hyper aggressive once you get to those stages because the computer's going to read your inputs hard, like really, really fucking hard. Um and you're pretty much just going to have to wait and, and punish whatever the CPU does. But even still, I think I've only made it like 32, uh, 32 fights in before I just like gave up. I haven't tried in a while. Maybe, maybe I'll see if I can beat my head against that wall. You, you can. And the CPU, for some reason, like certain, uh, certain characters, it's better against than others. Like I've noticed depends like, on the groove that they have. Yeah. My Shoto characters get wrecked. I, I always have to go with like Bison or somebody like that. To, to get further in but like even with bison the, the further you get in bison's got a lot of punishable moves and the cpu oh, yeah but yeah. he's got a lot of like the best moves in the game though like some yeah. of the buttons are like bananas but by the, by the time you're that far in like let's say hypothetically you do like a psycho crusher like if they block oh, yeah, that, you get punished yeah you're getting punished every time um same thing with the the head stomp like they they read that head stomp like a fucking like the the morning newspaper they see that shit coming and you will not get it off like they will fucking wreck you for it uh but that's usually the character i get the furthest him and oddly enough hoomaru and i don't know if it's just because i spam the shit out of that heavy slash but like i can get pretty far in with hoomaru and then i start getting punished hard because hoomaru just like later on it, it, the cpu once they start reading his moves um he's got a lot of punishable shit like yep. you, you can't be doing crescent slashes he will get thrown no those are those are trash yeah his, yeah. his like light poke his like poke light poke his jab is like really good it's fast and it reaches far yeah usually um, when i play online i just poke people just constantly just needling <laughs> them with it <laughs> it's so like annoying oh man but yeah like uh, survival mode super super fun it's one of those things that i like if you can get through the arcade mode, that's the the next thing that you're gonna obviously jump to. It's just really, really yeah. difficult. There's a color edit mode too, so um, you can press start when you select the character and and pick like a custom like how you colored it, which was uh, pretty fun. I used to mess around with that online a lot. Yeah. And then you can change their name too. I think you can just like just name them whatever the hell you want. <laughs> it's just cool. Ah oh, man, yeah, this game had so many options for like a just like a fighting game back in the day. Like I. The fact that I picked this thing up on a whim, um, because I just wanted like a online two D fighter, and it had so much like you got a lot of value out of this. I think this came out as a budget as a budget title too, because I think I only paid like forty bucks for it when it oh, launched. Oh yeah, um, it was just really yep, impressive. Yeah, SVC Chaos came out, and I was like, damn. Oh I was god. Hoping for another CVS too. Yeah, I remember it. that shit. The <laughs> you know what though the the artwork in that game was really good. I remember distinctly yeah. like the the sprite work in that game is spectacular, but the gameplay is you'd you'd hope that this would be more like um like if this was more of like a Capcom feel you'd hope that uh, SVC Chaos would be more of a like a 
King of Fighters feel, and it really wasn't. Like it, ju- it just didn't, it didn't feel right to me when I played that game. Yeah, I, f- I think this game feels like uh, Alpha Three mixed with King of Fighters '98. It's got that kind of energy. Yeah, where it's like but- can be really fast, but also can like slow you down and just poke you to death. Yeah, and that's a really good mix to have. Like those are excellent yeah. games to begin with. So oh, definitely, uh, I could see why this game like has held up so well. It's a, it's a really really good mix, really good roster. Like everything just clicks really well. Oh man! All right, so do you think we should call it at the two hour mark? Do you think we? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know that anybody wants to listen to us for longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. But man, yeah, thanks for thanks for chatting about this. Like when I first started the pod, like thinking about doing a podcast, um, this was one of the games I wanted to talk about because like it's I've played it for so fucking long. It was like this, well, it's this Halo, um, and the Silent Hill series are, are the games that I was like, I gotta I gotta get my my thoughts out on these. Oh like, yeah, these these are the games. These are the games. If I could have no other games, I, I would have these. Yeah, they're they're my fucking desert island ga- island games for sure. Yeah, um, which is all, which is another podcast. They oh yeah, us with the name. That's a way. That's a way better name. <laughs> I know. I, I feel. So, I fuck. That's man. all right. It's okay. It's fine. That is good. It's fine. It's yeah. Fine. Uh, <laughs> Shout out uh, to those guys and gals. I don't know. I've never listened to it. It's a great name though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Before I outro this, if you had to rate this game, like on a scale of just like, how how many how many fighters are in this game overall? Uh, forty eight on the console, forty four on the arcade. All right, if you had to rate this game, uh, out of one to forty four, because <laughs> I don't want I'll, I'll use the the arcade to start. Um, one being absolute trash and forty four being like god tier. Where would you put it? Oh, this is this is a god tier game for sure. I just like, <laughs> like I said, this is this is literally my favorite fighting game. Yeah, I and mean, it is unfair to compare a lot of other games to this because like I love all my babies, but this is like this is my firstborn son. This shit's, shit's so good. It really is. I don't know. Like I, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, if I had to rate it, I think I would give it. I think I would give it a 42 out of 44. And the only reason, yeah. the only reason I'm docking like any points at all was is fucking morgan sprite <laughs> oh yeah the sprite hey there's there's room for improvement for sure like the sprite work could could do better the the music like there's a couple of like bangers but mostly it's just kind of like edm like just kind of blends into the background which i guess is good it makes you focus more on like fighting but like I don't yeah know. but the music could the be music will get in your head like it's good enough to like oh yeah be, true love making for sure yeah yeah you, that you, shit will will get you um yeah, it's, it's probably the only thing I'd have to say is that, and I mean the console version rollback netcode wasn't a fucking thing. So if you wanted to play this oh game online, oh my god, yeah. rollback netcode is like Jesus. Yeah, it's it's it. So I'd have to dock it for that. But I mean, if you're playing it now, like that's it's not really much of an issue. Like honestly, we oh, were just I playing get- in Fightcade, and it was it was pretty it was pretty smooth. Yeah, you get some pretty quality games in Fightcade. I, I do get a little uh, salty though sometimes when like the rollback is like a little excessive. Like sometimes, like you you'll get an eye for it, right? You can mm. see the, you can see like if it rolls back like six seven frames because that's the difference between hitting and not hitting sometimes. Yeah. So like you'll 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 see them like you'll hit them and then it's like oh you didn't actually hit them and then they hit you and you're like ah, ah, <laughs> my heart. 
But you don't drop combos, which is really good, right? That was yeah. a big problem with the delay stuff. Is like you just oh, drop. And Jesus. Like a, in a, a game where the combos are link based, that's like it's just, it, it, it just you just die. Yeah, yeah. But this game overall Changes the is game. like, oh god, it's so fucking good. Especially now, like yeah. you could you could just play this shit on Fightcade. Like, Fightcade's so good. I will say this right now, like for those of you who who don't know what Fightcade is, because I didn't know what Fightcade was um, until Steve told me about it. It's it's literally like. If you can think of like a classic like arcade fighter that you want to play online with like a friend, Fightcade is your jam. Like you can or just, just arcade games like Metal Slug, yeah, or Final Fight, or just anything. There's just yeah. tons of games. It's got an excellent interface. Like you can literally Google it and find it right now. Um, if you have questions about like how to update it or anything, like I I'm not gonna get into weird like yeah, they, they can't tell you where the roms are right because like yeah. the reasons but like it doesn't take a lot of time to find uh like a json file to yeah. maybe download the ones yeah exactly so. it doesn't it doesn't take much work to to get you a a like shit ton of quality fighting games and arcade games let's put it that way and yep. it's it's in a very convenient like well laid out package um so if you're really interested in playing these games online um definitely look into fightcade that it's yep, worth they your got time a patreon they're all they're all open source right they're just doing it for the love of it so definitely if you if you can like if you're financially able to support that project please please do because they're, they're doing uh, a lot of good There's a, a they're making a lot of people happy yeah including myself like this, this is null dc was cool because that's what we were using before this to play but like Fightcade is just it's so the ui is good the everything just fucking works like you would want it to yep um, the rollback's really good the rollback's really good so just just look into it if you feel like if you feel like trying something new i mean you know it's free what, what have you what have yeah. you really got to lose you know what i'm saying Chan chances are if you're watching like a, a streamer play like a, a retro fighting game online they're playing on Fightcade. yeah yeah it, it's like you can probably see tons of YouTube stuff on, on how it works. And I'm sure there's yep. a boatload of tutorials out there. If you have any questions um, and it, I mean, it's super simple. You can use fucking normal game pads and shit on it. I was using my Xbox one controller today. Um, not the best for fighting games. I wouldn't recommend it, but still uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Definitely look into it. Um, yeah, it's super accessible. And I'm sure this isn't the last fighting game we're going to be talking about. And I'm sure the ones that we would do talk about will probably be, we'll probably play a few rounds through there before we, uh, before oh, for we sure. st start the podcast, where whatever the next one may be about a fighting game. I might take like a little bit of a fighting game break between this. Yeah, two, two in a row, right? Oops, Ooh. all fighting games. Between this <laughs> and Smash Brothers. Oh my God. And keep in oh, mind, yeah, my, I my, with... my Smash Brothers knowledge is not remotely as in depth as logan logan i could put logan on a podcast about smash and he'd probably talk for like four or five hours easy oh yeah definitely easy. I, I played uh i deployed with this guy uh and he was like we were we were like landing in the c-130 there's no there's no like windows really that you can see so he was just like he just strapped in and he was like playing uh smash on the switch he's like hey you got smash and i was like yeah i'll play Dude, i couldn't even touch him i was like oh you a god <laughs> like like i i'm usually like whatever we play in the like, friends groups i'm like i just dominate but like he was like he's on a whole nother level i'm like oh word you you actually are like serious about this like yeah. smash ultimate's pretty 
pretty serious business. So that's a oh, game right it, there. So it, it's it's more deep than I would like to to get into a fighting game. Oh, like yeah. I play it casually, but like between like teching and the different characters and how what like recovery works and it it <laughs> my People god. Are busy. People are busy. Like there's there's a lot of shit that goes into that game, and I am not afraid to say that it's it's kind of above my skill level when it comes. Oh to yeah, fighting I'm, games. dude, I'm trash at that game. Yeah, like I'll play in a fun environment. Like if there's like four or five people over my house and they're like, they're like let's play something fun. I'll either choose either that or Mario Party, and usually that. Uh, but yeah, oh man, that's, that that get, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a break between between Smash and this. I am I'm fighting gamed out for a bit but yeah understandable but these were it oh man this podcast i'm telling you like this is gonna be my outro right here i'll tell you this much uh this podcast was something that i didn't know how much i would enjoy doing uh because like, i mean you've been doing this podcast for like years right at your youtube like yeah. basically like proto this podcast like this is something you've been trying to get going and i'd, I'd love to see this take off yeah, so this is this is something like, I mean, we always used to do this at work, right? Like, this was what we did. We just talked about video games half the time. Um, and it's something I still do at work. Uh, so this, this podcast is something that um, I didn't know how much I would enjoy doing. Uh, but I really, really like it. And I'm going to do this for the foreseeable future, regardless of how many people listen or how many people don't. Um, I'm enjoying talking to my friends about games that they like playing and, um, yeah, yeah I, I fucking love it. Um, yeah, do, do what makes you happy, man. Yeah. With that being said, um, I do, this is up everywhere. So for anybody who wants to, to listen or, or send it to a friend, like, don't worry. Like if they have Apple like podcast or, um, Spotify, Google, amazon it is i have made sure to post this freaking everywhere i've gone out of my way to do it uh on top of that i'm posting all like this on youtube after the fact um so if somebody wants to just watch a a long form youtube video you don't even have to watch it just put it on in the background they can do that um i have a patreon that's not completely launched because uh, i don't know what the reward tiers are but pretty soon that's going to be going up for anybody that wants to throw like a couple bucks my way you'll get perks uh i'm uh, planning on doing like an extra bonus podcast it's probably just going to be me talking about my opinions on um like video game news and anything going on in the world of like video game entertainment stuff um and i'm looking into actual little bit of like merchandise once i get like a logo finalized for it and stuff like that that i'm probably gonna send out to to monthly patreon people once that gets rolling um but like please don't think you're required to pay honestly i just want people to listen and enjoy it um if you want to contact me all the links for stuff i have twitter facebook page is up um and like you can honestly just dm me on stuff it's it's totally cool if you have recommendations for a game whatever just do it that way comment tell me what sucks tell me what you would like to see i'm completely down for for anything that uh you guys request to at least give it a look and see if it works um but yeah that that's gonna be it i think we i think we're uh we're done yeah uh if you want to find me anywhere uh i'm on youtube 
Uh, anywhere I am, I'm, I'm going to be under my handle. It's uh, tomato or T0MA70 because every every time in life somebody has beat me to just plain tomato. <laughs> so uh, I'm on YouTube. I, I, like I said, I'm going to post the, uh, the thing. I'm not super active on uh, any of this stuff because I'm always super busy, but I'll probably be doing more podcasts than anything else. But I, I, I'm on that. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitch. But, I mean, if you want to just, like, watch some stuff, YouTube's probably like where where it's at for that, and then sometimes I'm on um, there. There's like some YouTube. Uh, there's some YouTubers that like will pull replays of Fightcade stuff and um, post it. So like sometimes like I was talking about uh, I played against Smug. They whoop me! I guarantee you that's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> like for sure you can you can watch that stuff, but. If you just T zero MA seven zero in in the search bar, you'll probably find me. Awesome, yeah, and I will uh, definitely link uh, your YouTube channel and everything into into the description of the podcast for anybody who wants to to take a look at that. There is actually some some really cool stuff on your your channel. Like you've done a lot of like crazy video game shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like for as long as it makes me happy and I have the time, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, so make sure you check that stuff out. And uh, I'm going to end it here. Hopefully, we'll be able to do this again soon. Um, I don't, like, I have no real consistent schedule because of my work. So I just do these when I can. So if anybody's wondering, like, when these podcasts go up, I am trying to record them in advance and set them up for every Friday morning. So that they, they post, so that way they post every single Friday morning. So you, you have one every single week to listen to. But with that being said, uh, people's schedules, my schedule, it's all up in the air. So we just do what we can. So if I miss a week, please don't hate me. Um, but yeah, hopefully every Friday morning you'll have something to listen to. Um, is that it? Do you have anything else that you want to plug or say before you go? Just uh, have fun and be cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Have fun. Be cool. Hopefully I'll get to talk to you guys again next week. Have a good one. This is the tournament for the new millennium. You'll experience the most exciting battle in history. Let's get ready to battle.